Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the World Wrestling Podcast. Official members of the Bullet Club. Unofficial. Non-official. Don't sue us. Oh, <laughs> it's the Big Bad Boo Bear here. It's the Big Cali Kid, Sean B. And we're hanging out at the World Wrestling Podcast headquarters in a secret location. I can't I can't tell you or I would have to, uh, I'd, I'd have to give you a crossroads. So, yeah, I'm sorry. But, yes, it's me, it's me, it's that good old quadruple B. Yeah, four Bs. Four Bs, Sean, four Bs, not five. Four Bs. And the big Cali kid, Sean B, is just so, he's, he's got this energy about him today, like, I mean, oh, yeah, 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 there you go, yeah. there you go, pick it up, pick the balls up off the floor. All right, we got so much to talk about tonight, you know, we got Hardy uh, going back to jail, we got, you know, Rude Boy and his child porn, um, We've got so much to talk about in the wrestling world this afternoon, uh, so you keep it locked. You. Huh? You set him up, didn't you? Shut up, Sean. Shut up. You planted that. You planted <laughs> that shitty board, didn't I, you? I, I, I will mute you. But no. Um, we're also <laughs> supposed to have a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to let oh, that go. Still? We're supposed to have a guest, but he is uh, currently... Unavailable. Uh, his name rhymes know. with Maddie Mathy. Maybe this chap. Oh. <laughs> name rhymes Maddie Mathy. Maybe, maybe the Boo Bear. Maybe the big bad Boo Bear wins this chapter of your uh, famed rivalry. Maybe I do. I mean, you know, me and him go back as far as uh, Okada I'm and Tanahashi, the- or you know Austin and The Rock, or you know Mankind and The Undertaker. It's it's a battle through the ages, and we always go back He's and forth. The, you're the John Cena to his Randy Orton. Yeah, 
Yeah, we faced each other like a, a total of 190 times so far. But, 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 hopefully he'll show up, hopefully. Um, we're gonna go long enough for you guys to share it around, get your peoples in here, tell your mama, tell your mama's mama, tell your mama's 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 that we're talking about wrestling today on the World Wrestling Podcast. So, share it, subscribe, share it, share it like your favorite venereal disease. Just pick one, the first one that comes to your head, and then just share it around. You know, spread the, spread the seed and the disease a little bit of the World Wrestling Podcast. Is that a terrible metaphor? Is that a bad one? No, that yeah. was awesome. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I just I wanted to make sure. But yeah, we'll be back in just a minute, guys. You guys share it around. Um, just like three or four minutes long enough for us to uh, share it and do our tang. But here's some Bullet Club theme, and we got Takahashi's theme and Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song. Too
Hey, where were you? What'd you say, Sean? You said you're walking. What do you? Where are you? Where are you, where are you walking? You don't walk. No, no, no. I said so. I walked into the grocery store. I go to grab this fucking watermelon. This old chick goes to grab it too. I RKO the old lady. Hit her with you can't see me and take my motherfucking watermelon. That's just that that situation escalated to a point it did not need to be. That was you need to see someone about your anger issue, Sean. She was <laughs> she was wearing a cup of haters. Oh my god, okay, you're a terrible person, you know that? Alright everybody, welcome back to the World Wrestling Podcast. Don't give me that look, don't give me that fucking look. We're hanging out here at the World Wrestling Podcast headquarters in an undisclosed location. I will tell you, it's in the swamp. The Gators are fighting at the door, but we're still talking about wrestling. Wrestling? Fighting off Gators? Hold on, you know... The first big story we got to talk about. I got to stop the theme songs in the background because it's time to turn. It's time to get to the uh, see the wrestlers a, who've been do. who've been putting the put the clink this week. The wrestlers who've been sh- who've been shat back to jail. Hold on. We need to change them. Yeah, there we go. The Law and Order theme song. Because, damn it, man, this is the only time here. Here's a Mac Attack show. He's in the chatty. Good to see you. Everybody in the chatty, everybody listening, thanks for coming out and listening to us. If you have any requests for music on the break, uh, let me know, and I'll try and get it for you. Um, I don't take too many songs because we don't play very much. But, like, you know, I usually play like one, two songs on break so I can smoke a cigarette and shit. So let me know. I had somebody ask if we could play a song. World, in the world of wrestling, sexually-based fences are considered, are considered especially heinous. The detectives who investigate them are known as, <laughs> known as the team called the World Wrestling Podcast. Oh my god. These are their stories. Ding dong! Ding dong! Oh, I should have said ding ding! I should have said ding ding! <laughs> oh, fuck it, hey, what a missed opportunity. Alright, guys, so, um, you actually, do you have the story or do you know what happened? Like, we don't have to read the whole article on that one. If it's just like a simple, he did something bad, we can just kind of see what happened. So, one Mr. Infamous with being in trouble with the law, doing dumb stuff. One Mr. Jeff Hardy was arrested this past weekend on DWI charges. Driving while intoxicated. See, that's crazy because he was like, um, there was this girl at school uh, back when I was in high school. What was her fucking name? Oh, yeah. Her name was Jennifer... uh, friend of mine, Jennifer Fredericks. He was such a huge fan, such a huge fan of fucking um, uh, Jeff Hardy and everything. And I never got it, because I was never like huge into Jeff. Like, he was cool, and I liked Jeff, but I was never so huge into Jeff Hardy. And so, I remember when he got in trouble the first time for drugs, I was like, okay, his career's over. And then he goes to TNA, and I'm like, yeah, his career's really over. And then he screws that match over with Sting, and I'm like, how much farther can you go? He screwed that match over with Sting? He completely... <laughs> fucking botched that whole match. How the hell are you gonna wrestle the icon thing and come out on every more doped up than Kurt Cobain? I just don't understand, you know, so, so okay, driving while under the influence, did he even attempt to get out of it, or was he just like, take me so, to jail? I mean, like, 
Because his, his career is probably fucked. He's he's probably done. Um, maybe not. Jay was it Jimmy or Jay? One of the Usos just got arrested for the same thing. Yeah, but they're the and, Usos. Um, they're related to the Rock. They're, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they could pull a. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, you know, they could pull a Superfly Snooka and pretty much get away with it, just like he did for thirty years. So, oh, true, true. yeah. It says WWE Superstar <clears throat> Jeff Hardy was arrested on Saturday night, March tenth, by police in Concord, North Carolina. He was charged with DWI driving while impaired. The forty-year-old was arrested at ten twenty p.m. And released from jail at 11.24 p.m. In addition to the DWI charge, he was hit with a 30-day suspension on his driver license per state law. Woo! 30 days of suspension. How the hell is he going to travel between shit? Well, I guess Matt could drive him. Says, uh... Jeff Hardy got... It's time for him to be getting into trouble because he's close to returning to action. Yeah. Yeah, there was he, a chance that he would be back in time for WrestleMania, perhaps, um, in a big tag team match with his brother against the bar. Um, Hardy is scheduled to appear in court on April 16th. Earlier this week, footage was filmed for the upcoming Ultimate Deletion segment on Raw. There's no word if Jeff uh, was featured. We'll, uh, Come on, Sean, you can do it. It's a big word, I know. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it says they'll <laughs> post a statement um, from WWE if they send one out. Well, honestly, I mean, fuck, look at Enzo. He got accused of raping someone and got fired. And couldn't find out after everything was said and done, he was innocent. You know, look at fucking... Uh, <clears throat> plenty of wrestlers have had shit like this happen, and it'd be, you know, bullshit, and they've, got, they've gotten fired. So I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, they could easily let go of Jeff and not feel any kind of remorse for it. Almost. That's, uh, that's very true. I don't know. But like I said, uh, one of the, I get it. I related to the Rock. They're probably not going to get in trouble. Up in, uh, most Roman Reigns has to do is uh, shake his dick at him and don't get him out of it. Yeah, pretty much. Good to see Dino and Shante Williams in the chat. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yes, Jennifer Frederick was your bestie. Yeah, um, Jen, Jen was a huge, huge Jeff Hardy fan. I never got it. I never understood. Because uh, he was like, I don't know. I wasn't a big Matt fan either. I mean, I liked the Hardy Boys together back in the day. They were really cool. Had some great matches, obviously, with Edge and Devon and Christian and all that and Bubba Ray. But, like, so, uh, so this, uh, this Jennifer chick, she's single? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think so, sir. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I, I can't, I can't date any of your friends anymore. Oh yeah, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> we don't need to bring that one up. Well, we want shame on you. Well, you know, it wasn't even that. Okay, you did it to yourself. Oh wait, yeah, I guess. He's just a crazy <laughs> fucking bitch. Like, straight up, straight up, crystal oh my ball, fucking god, shit, crazy, 
fucking bitch. All right, you people. Shante is jumping in the chat for you, Sean, and said that he she is single. Oh, what up, girl? <sighs> not 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 Shante is single. That the girl Jennifer is single. Oh, I think tell, I'm, well, tell her I tell her I said, "What's up, girl?" You're using the podcast as your personal pickup place. That's not what this is for, sir. Hey, I have a podcast. I talk about wrestling. What kind of pickup? Fuck Tinder. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, Tinder. fuck Tinder. Just come to the World Wrestling Podcast. That's that's how we, we make the love connection. I don't have that song queued up. Put a little ass on it. Come on, child. Yep. Wow. Single and wants to mingle. <laughs> fucking Dino, man. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with putting a little ass on it sometimes. Put a little ass on it, yeah. Oh, man. It is with all the older music still going. <laughs> it is, it is. It makes it so romantic. Like that, you know, special victims unit kind of romantic, you know? <laughs> Speaking of romance, oh no, I, I can't even use speaking of romance to lead us into the next. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, that would have been super savage. That's terrible. Oh, I can't God. use that. I want everyone to strike that from their mental record. I did not say speaking of romance to lead into this next this next door because this guy deserves to be shot. Um, you know, and that's all there is to it. So, but you know, yeah. it's. It, We've had a crime beat couple of episodes this past couple couple of weeks. I mean, there's all kinds of shit been going on. Hold on, I got to uh, scroll down here. I got the story. I got the story. I got here. it pulled up. Do you? I okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read it off. So, independent wrestler and Staten Island resident James Rude Boy Riley, um, seen at March twenty. Hold on. There you go, Sean. Big words. I know. No, the way they fucking worded it's all stupid. Um, anyways, he appeared in court and has pleaded guilty to child pornography charges. It's just terrible. This is a black. It's the black eye on the uh, the world of wrestling right now. Um, if anybody should be Benoit, is this guy? I should change the name of the yeah. term to what's this guy's name? Rude boy or some shit? Uh, yeah, yeah. To to Rude James boy. James Rude boy. Uh. Yeah, James Boy have Riley. You, have you watched him wrestle at all? You know anything about him? I know absolutely nothing about him. Oh, good. Hopefully, nobody does. Hopefully, we can you know kind of just you know kind of shove this guy into fucking prison. Hopefully, he gets uh, chemically castrated in front of the rest of the inmates. <laughs> no, I oh, mean, yeah, he pleaded, if you guys he, uh, go ahead, pleaded guilty to the processing of child pornography. <sighs> from a bust on March 29th of last year um, at his Ellingtonville home. Police uh, said they found 10 images on his iPhone of children under 16 engaging in sexual acts. Um, In 2014, Riley uploaded nine of those images to his Google account. A similar one was uploaded to his Tumblr account in 2016. Uh, A criminal complaint said According to his personal website, at the time of his arrest, Riley wrestled uh, with Warriors of Wrestling and Five Borough Wrestling. He was dropped from multiple wrestling events within hours of the bus. 
Warriors <laughs> of Wrestling owner Joe Benili said that Rude Boy would no longer be a part of the organization. Good. Uh, Benili knew who knew Riley for ten years as a friend and wrestler said that the defendant was an excellent performer in the ring. Riley was also fired from Orange Theory Fitness in New Springfield, where he worked as a trainer, according to a written written statement from the company's corporate office. An official said that the company performs background. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Text on all of its employees and no prior incidents were discovered. Riley pleaded guilty. Yeah, that was my air conditioner. Sorry about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't, I can't, I can't hear you. Give me a second. I'm walking inside here. Go ahead and try again. He pleaded guilty Wednesday in the state Supreme Court uh, to felony count of possessing a sexual performance by a child. In exchange, he'll be placed on interim supervision probation for two years. If he complies with the terms of his probation... He will be sentenced to five days in jail. Uh, Riley was also registered with the state authorities as a sex offender. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Five days? Well, he's got to do two years of interim um, supervision probation. And then if he complies with the terms of his probation, he'll be sentenced to five days in jail and register as a sex offender. His next court date's April 18th. He remains uh, he remains free right now on a thirty-five thousand dollar bond. I don't I don't think that's heavy enough. They need to make an example out of this asshole. I mean, he had kitty porn on his fucking computer. Like, I mean, yeah. come, come on, dude. he should be chemically fucking castrated in front of the rest of the prison. Like, no, I mean, if anybody listened to my, my old Real America Live shows back in the day, um, you know exactly how I feel about pedophilia and kitty porn and shit like that, and people who, who involve themselves and, and stuff like that need to, uh, there's really no other better way to do it than to make examples out of them. Chemically castrate them in front of the fucking town square. Sorry. If that's harsh, that's harsh, but he deserves every bit of it. Shit, California, they wouldn't have given him no two years of interim probation. No, fuck that. I mean, that's, that's he deserves then, the worst extent of the five, law. Five fucking days in jail, really. Okay, and apparently, apparently in Staten Island, it's okay to fucking uh, process child porn. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, chat. Oh, well, hold on. Looks like somebody finally showed up in the chat. One Mr. Chatty Kathy Mincher. Chad, where the fuck have you been? Where the hell have you been? I, I'm docking your pay. This is your pay. This is your pay getting docked. Just say, <laughs> Been docked. Get him in on the sky, Where Sean. have you been? Where have you been? Poison arrow to the foot. Now, arrow to the knee. Took an arrow to the knee. Just, okay. just put an arrow into the damn knee. That'll end his entire career of doing anything. Because that's what happens to people in Skyrim. Arrow to the knee, dead. Everyone has taken an arrow to the knee. <laughs> I love Skyrim. It's such a fun game. Um, okay, so we've been through the... Is that, all, is that it for our crime beat for the week? I think, I think that's the wrap-up. Uh, the phone is ringing. The phone is ringing. Who the hell is... It's Tom Ball, Texas, guys. Tom Ball, Texas is calling my fucking phone. All right. We're going to move on a little <laughs> bit now. Let's turn the Law & Order music off because the crime beat is over. And I want to talk about, well, I want, are you trying to get Sean on right now? Am I, am I trying, I'm already on, so how am I going to get Not Sean, on? not Sean, um, I'm talking about, uh, Chatty Cassie. You're back, you're back in a thousand today, Nick. I know, I am, thank you, baby. Oh, in the Princess Cup, my wife has brought me a glass of water in my daughter's Princess Cup. I feel special. <laughs> What'd you say, hon? A pair you didn't feel like searching for another cup? That's great. That's awesome. That's fine, baby girl. Alright, well, just don't hit the floor too hard because, like, you know, I don't want to go in there and, like, have to drag you out. Like, try to, like, you know, put yourself on something to where you're easily levied out of the out of the bathroom. But hold on, guys. Um, so, are you trying to get Chad on, then? Yeah, I'm trying to... <laughs> Sorry, that was... That was just like an interesting segment there. You. Oh yeah, she's like she. You're, we had to go to the ER last night. Laying she's, it on. She's, laying it on thick. Oh, thanks, baby girl. You're my muse. You're my fire. She she is my muse and she is my fire. She's also my mashed potatoes, my rhythm and blues. Until yeah. until until Big Daddy Happy brings us some in and out burgers and you sleeping outside. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. But like yeah, this, like the million, like the million dollar man said, everybody's got a prize. <laughs> yeah, and hers just happens to be in and out burger, which doesn't make her any better. That's that's just wonderful. Sean's like, you know, yeah, you, yeah, she's your baby girl until I get there with in and out burger. You know, the old million dollar million million dollar man used to say, oh, everybody has a price. I'm like, yeah, and hers is in and out burger, which just doesn't make her any better. <laughs> you're just you're just a retard. You know that. But we've got the one thing I want to talk about with Sh- Chad here, though, is I want to talk about the um, I want to talk about the North American Championship that's supposed to be coming to NXT. So you know, ah, that fucking fuckery is what it is. It's gonna be great. Oh. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be awesome. Shut, Chad, get on your fucking Skype, you bastard. We're gonna we're going to ah oh, for fuck's sake. He's we logging gonna, on. He forgot forgot what it's. He word. forgot us, which is very saddening. <laughs> you know, By the way, anybody in the chat Matt, that has like, questions for us, or even if they'd like to try and come on the show, if it's possible and you've got something you want to say, let us know and we'll get you on. You know, Dino Mac, Dino Mac puts a bunch of uh, laughing, crying faces. He said, 
NWO music and princess cups. Look, the NWO music and princess cups go together perfectly. And so does the Martin Kirby theme song. Martin Kirby is a fucking numpty. Martin Kirby's one of the greatest okay. Brit wrestlers I've ever seen. Don't you dare try and talk no. shit. The guy has skill no. and ability. I mean, you know, you see what he's done over in the fight wrestling. He's the best British wrestler. Who? Marty fucking Skrull, Nick. Who's that? Marty. I've never heard of him. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the person uh, whose who's theme song is our intro. You know, that that Marty Skrull? Nope, no. never heard of leader him. Of the, leader of the villain club. No. Hashtag Team Kenny Marty Skrull. The villain. The villain Marty Skrull. Yeah, he's he's good, but I think that I think and I believe I've seen uh, Martin Kirby take him down. The only and I only good thing I will say about Kirby is that Zoidberg drop though. <laughs> the Zoidberg elbow, yeah, that is a great that is a great move. Is Chad still logging on? Because you know that's just gonna take him forever. That's Chad. Just... Tad's making his way downtown, walking fast. Making his way downtown, walking fast. Gonna have him a sandwich. Da na 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 but I've actually got... We're going to throw in a song so we can get him on here. I know we've been kind of rambling a little bit. We've really, That's what we were waiting on is, is Chad to show up because, you know, he's fucking late. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff Duh. to talk about. The New Japan Cup coverage, I've got that. The anniversary show, Osprey versus Okada. My God, that was phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> but um, I had a request from uh, Shantae Williams, actually, to play this song. Coming up next, here's a little bit of uh, one of my, well, not one of my favorite bands. I liked them. I only liked a few songs by them, but they're really good. Here's a little bit of Bulls on Parade from Rage Against the Machine. So we're going to play this song, um, and after we, hopefully after it's done with, we'll have Chatty Cathy on, and we'll be talking some New Japan. We'll be talking some NXT. We'll be talking some World Wrestling on the only wrestling podcast on Spreaker you want to be at, and that's right here. Yay, yay!
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the World Wrestling Podcast. And like a bull, like the bulls on parade, we have we have just so somehow gathered two more voices on the World Wrestling Podcast this afternoon. And that would be not only one Mr. Chatty, the Knicks' best rival, I'm a bitch, Caddy, and Dino Mac, <laughs> the Mac Attack. Dino, don't call me Shano, the man for your promo. Mac, that's 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 for that's only nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Advert the shirt. Hashtag advert the shirt. <coughs> Guys, no, holy how's shit. it going, fellas? How's it going? That's that's what you this start off with. Went from a regular show to a four horsemen. The four whores of men. Is, that's what you start off with, Chad. Is, is <laughs> Is you say, hi guys, how you doing? Like, you know, Dino's like, yeah, and Sean's like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, and then you're like, hi guys, how are you? Essentially, yeah, that's what I do, I make things Oh, up. now we're using big words, like essentially, and, uh. Dude, not, not all pro wrestling fans are ignorant. That's hey. that's where that 4.25 stars comes in. Oh, right? no, you did not. <laughs> Look, look, okay, look, 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 look. Dino, there's this match that happened a while back called, uh, it was Shibata versus Kazuchika Okada. Shibata. Okay. It was a wonderful New Japan match. Fan-fucking-tastic. And, I mean, it was great, you know. uh, Shibata. Fantastic. Fantastic. 
Shibata is a hard-hitting kind of strong style, you know, and Kazuchika Okada is the current IWGP heavyweight champion for 625 days for that matter. And he okay. took him on last year, and it was a great fucking match. It wasn't a five-star, but I was willing to compromise with Sean because he watched it, and I said it was a 4.25, and I stand by that. Four and a quarter stars, okay. and now he's just like it was terrible. But you have to, we're gonna have to get Dino to watch it for him to really be a part of that conversation eventually. You know, we'll have to have him back on after he's seen it for him to for him to be a part of that conversation because it was good. Well, right. <coughs> well, Mr. Chad here has seen it. Yes, I have. Okay, so I want to know how you think this is not a a a fucking four point at least four point two five kind of show, kind of kind of match. Four point two five stars kind of match. Because they did a lot of random rest holds. Like, after a few, like, really hard-hitting things, like, they just did, um, like... Kazucha Kakata is really, really good at um, limb selling and getting people, like, over in regards to limb attacking him and all that and, like, dragging on the matches. But there was no real um, story to be told in that match. Well, there was, was though. Um, you know, and one of the reasons, by the way, I've, I've been watching Showbuckle on YouTube and trying to put his, put his shows on our channel. I've been talking to him about it. He's been letting me put his uh, videos on our channel. And I watched his um, his recent videos and stuff, and one of them was about the Shibata-Okada match. And he told the story. The thing is, you, you know, some of it you have to watch stuff like that to kind of get into the match. And the story basically was that in the mid-2000s, when New Japan was going through basically what WWE is going through now... Shibata left the company. He left the company to go and become a UFC fighter. And mm-hmm. he kind of turned... Everybody felt like he turned his back on the fans, on the roster, on the locker room. Not only in Kaife, but in rea- real life. Like He left. His career in UFC was kind of like the reverse Brock Lesnar. And like he came back. And when he did, nobody respected him. Nobody wanted him back. So he had to earn that respect back. And by earning that respect was going through... All of the people that he was wrestling, that he he would have been wrestling with during those dark times of New Japan, leading him to the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, currently held by Kazuchika Okada, and it was sort of like a, a coming of, of, of a return story, uh, you know, mending old bridges and stuff and stuff like that. And I think they pulled it off beautifully. Was it a five star match? No, but I could easily. 100% say it was a 4.25. The match was good. Story was told well. It wasn't just, you know, a bunch of spot monkey shit going on. It was actual technical wrestling and back and forth. Hard-hitting knee. God, that that headbutt. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, 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 those kicks are brutal, man. Because I even told Sean, I was like, even after the headbutt, I don't know why they didn't finish the match after that. And then after he told me about the, the hematoma, I was like, that makes sense to pull a rest hold right after that. Yeah, I mean, so, so I, I definitely agree with you on the rest hold things. You know, all bullshit aside, I, there was a lot of rest holds, but I don't know. Like, it's just... So what, you're, what you're failing to, to mention here, Nick, is that those hard hits and the good stuff that happened in the match took 30 minutes out of the 48-minute match to fucking happen. But it was a build. Yeah. Oh, nice bar. Dino's showing us his bar. I love, I love his bar. They had like one, one, one good... decent spot after like sixteen minutes. Like I counted. <laughs> oh, you, you know, you guys aren't lying, but I just feel like they, <clears throat> they did a lot of building, and you know, sometimes that can hurt the match a little bit, and that's why I can't even give it a full five star rating. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, just bullshit you or something that's like why, that. That's why I was generous. 
I was generous and gave it a solid three. Nah, I think it deserves about a four because I don't think it's better than uh, like Andrade Cien Almas versus Drew Galloway last year. I think that that match is better than than um, the one we're talking about now. And to be honest, I think because of the technicality, I think that if they cut about 10 minutes out of it, it would have been a lot better of a match because it's not like it's not like it could have gone by any longer. I think that they just dragged it out longer because that's just what Japanese wrestling does nowadays. Like, Okada's known for his, like, 40 or 50 minute matches. And those matches are good. Too. I mean, fuck, look at his look at his matches with Omega. I mean, for fuck's sake, six but, stars, man. But that was spot after spot after spot. That was very little. Well, but you see, the like, beginning of that match, though, was slow. If you go back and watch that match, the beginning of the first one, Specifically the mm-hmm. oh god my pen specifically the first one, the first one was slow. It was, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. They just built, and yeah, like I said, I, I'm willing to admit, Chad, that that the Shibata and Okada match was slow. Um, there were a lot of rest holds, but they just they pulled it off so well. Shibata's stuff is just it's really good. I wish he was, I wish he had been able to be cleared and be okay. He can't come back after that headbutt. Oh no, he he's done. The doctors won't clear him Shibata. again. Fucked him up, man. Yeah. That headbutt, you could hear it just, you know, fucking straight, head-on-head action. Like, he just hit him too hard. You know. That, that, that same hematoma was the same injury that killed Tom uh, Tim Hague last year. Yep. And he's a really good MMA fighter. Like, Hold on, guys. No joke, you guys, you guys keep going. With I'll be right MMA. back. I'll be right back. You guys keep going. I'll be yep. right back. Yeah, I'm just surprised he lived, man. I'm just glad that dude's alive. <laughs> it's a brutal injury. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was, man. That headbutt was gnarly, and uh, me and Nick talked about it. Because uh, after he he hyped it up so much, told me, I needed to quit my job, go home and watch this match. So I messaged him. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I'm glad I didn't quit my job, because I'd be really fucking pissed. But um, we had a debate about it, <laughs> and uh, we both we both were in agreement that the match should have been called at that headbutt because that shit was fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Well, You want to split that? I said it. You want to split that? You filthy whore! Yep. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I heard you. Hold on. Yeah, they, they heard you. They heard you. That they heard you. But okay. All right. So let me just real quick in short terms. The entire time I was just trying to talk, my mic was muted. Basically, what I was saying is that New Japan brings emotion to the ring, where WWE does not bring emotion to the ring. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Well, Go ahead. Well, we all know that Cub uh, WrestleMania that you're going to be can- canceling that subscription because I have a feeling, man. For, <laughs> the spoiler alert: Roman Reigns wins against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, most likely. Just saying. you know, I'm actually okay with that if they. Oh out. my god. I would have to agree with Chad on this because oh, they're actually no. promoting him correctly. I mean, that was that was kind of like breaking a little bit of kayfabe last night. That was He's nice that was because I love that promo. That's the promos that they have in their sleeves. That's the promos that they have saved for a major invasion of some other company trying to come in. They don't need to do anything super cool because they've already got it in the bag. But the moment they start losing headway, they're going to start pulling out all the stops, and then you're going to start to see wrestling in in a hole become a little bit more attractive than what it really is. And that's what, right now, that's what we were talking about just last week. Again, that mm-hmm. WWE does this. They've had a history that when when the competition gets tough, they'll pull out all the stops. They'll up the product. They'll up the production all the way around. Then once <laughs> once the threat's gone, they hit that plateau again. I yep. just don't see them being able to compete with the likes of New Japan and Ring of Honor. They don't got the chops. They got the talent, but they ain't got the chops. Quality. Not with, like, in-ring quality, no, but uh, in regards to, like, promos and production, yeah. Oh, yeah, production. That's that's right easy, though. I mean, fuck, but I don't care about production. I, I, as a wrestling fan, could give a shit less about production. I mean, unless it's, like, that bad. But, I mean, New Japan's production is good. So is Ring of Honor's. They do just well enough to get by, but they make it all up for it with in-ring quality and product. I mean, it's just, it's well, that's better. that's why H.J. Styles is the WWE champion. That's because they're focusing on in-ring work for their main title. Yeah, that's a good point. AJ. Rock's probably the best storyteller in regards to being a big man monster heel. Like, like their storytelling and stuff is getting better, but it's inconsistent. And Mania is coming, so you're going to see some pretty cool storylines. Not, not what it would be if it was WrestleMania 35. Uh, not what it would be if it was WrestleMania 40. You know, in the five the five year intervals, uh, they usually have something really big. I mean, look at WrestleMania 30. They had, uh, if I remember correctly, Hogan, The Rock, Austin out there uh, doing some cool stuff. They had some pretty good storylines building up. But um, I mean. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, you. I thought about canceling my network also, and the only reason why is because I don't utilize it enough. But if you actually utilize your network, you can, you can really, you, you can see some good stuff, some good quality stuff. Oh you no, can. I'm not saying that. Like 100, percent I'll tell you that what they have on the network, as far as um, product um, and the classic stuff, AWA, WCW, the NWA, Midwest. Like they have a library of shit for you to watch, and it's really cool. And I don't, I love the old stuff. I mean, I'm a fan, and that's one of the only reasons I haven't deleted it up to this point. But I mean, honestly, I look at it, and I, I just, I don't utilize it kind of like you. 
I don't. I don't sit down and watch all the stuff I probably, as a wrestling fan, should be. I read more than I do watch. And I just, you know, right, I, right. I can't I can't get myself to do it. So I'm like, why waste the money on it when I'm not even watching the pay-per-views anymore? I mean, fuck. I didn't even know Fastlane was this weekend. No fucking idea. Yeah, that's why That's why we didn't have Sex Talk Sunday this weekend because it was Fastlane and I needed and, to, to, to watch the match. Yeah, and nothing happened that was uh, worth a damn. I mean, what, Randy took the, the U.S. strap from fucking Bobby Roode? That was a huge, that was huge. No. That was huge. I, I, we we didn't a, see that coming. It's a waste. I seen actually, it coming fucking. Actually, dude, the event was really that, good, too. That was a swerve, man. Uh, that wasn't for me. I seen I, that coming two I weeks ago when they started putting them together. Like they're they're gonna put they're gonna put the strap on Randy over Bobby Roode, which is stupid because Bobby has way more potential right now than Randy does. I mean, Randy, nothing wrong with Randy. Randy's cool. I love Randy Orton, but he doesn't have the same potential. He doesn't have the same future left ahead of him like Bobby Roode does. I think I think that they're doing the same thing on um, Raw where they're making two triple threats for the mid title. I did. They're trying to permit the mid titles more. Because I like over the past few years, it's been either or on the show, not both of them. So if they're both triple threat matches, they might actually stay on the show and put on a decent match. Now speaking of mid titles, I know I, 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 this is the one thing I wanted to have sh- chat on, and I guess it's really cool that Dino's here too because his opinion is going to be really good about this. But William Regal has announced that here very soon, or you know, in the next week or so, they'll be announcing the new NXT mid card title. It's going to be the NXT North American Championship, and I think it's fucking phenomenal. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've got a question for you guys, though. Go ahead. Where's the UK rubbish? Title? Oh yeah, right? yeah. See, there we go. There is some. That's just why I like Chad right here. You know, where's the where's the UK title? Nobody fucking. They knows. tried to make that their mid card title and tried to expand on all that, and they didn't do anything with Tyler it. Bates and his tag team partner, who I can't remember right now, are back on the Indies with the UK title in hand, still being called the UK champion. Yeah, well, it is what it is, man. And sometimes you have a bust. I mean, not a lot of people, not a lot of people tuned in for that. I mean, seriously, uh, that 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 was just a bust. It's like the dude who won Tough Enough. He got um, stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin and then disappeared. Yeah, and then the uh, and then the other guy came out and started being the Velveteen Dream. (laughs) Oh, I I love the Velveteen Dream. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> a lot of people do like a lot of people do like Velveteen Dream. I mean, he's he's um, Nick. Nick Nick's the only person on planet Earth that loves Velveteen Dream. No, I like his gimmick uh, too. I think that that's what Orlando Bloom should have done 15 years ago. Yes, uh, yes. Like they're all that good. Yeah, I like the character gimmick. Wow. Velveteen Dream has got a character. And, like, there's just certain kind of genres in wrestling, right? I say genres, but I can think of a better word. Certain kind of sects, you know, S-E-C-T. Not Sex Talk Sundays, get Dino Max show. Um, <laughs> no, certain kind of sects uh, in wrestling, like character wrestlers, big men, cruiserweights. And character wrestlers these days aren't utilized as much as they used to because they were great mid-cards. Gold Dust. If you needed a mid card closer, there you go. There's 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 Gold Dude, Dust. Dude, Gold Dust. I'm glad you brought that guy up. Uh, 23 years is Gold Dust. Uh, I saw on his Twitter. 23 years is Gold Dust. 30 years in the business, and can still go. 
Fuck yeah, I can. Still go. I really had I had I, I had a conversation with uh, Oh Heavy D on my show, and we was sitting there talking about how it would be ideal <laughs> to have the veterans really need to be the champions as of right now. As of right now, the veterans need to be champions. That's what they're doing with Miz. Miz is a veteran. He's a champion. Randy Orton's a veteran. He's a champion. Brock Lesnar, I don't classify him as a wrestling champion. I don't classify him as a wrestler. I classify him as great UFC competition. Part-timer. I don't. I, 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 yeah, I don't like I don't like Brock Lesnar whatsoever because he doesn't. I mean, he does, but he doesn't have a gimmick. He doesn't have a character. He, he doesn't, also doesn't respect the business like a lot of these guys who are champions and who have yeah. been champions too. And you can just tell the way he yeah. walks, the way he acts, even outside of the ring, the way he talks about wrestling. He doesn't respect the business like a lot of wrestlers and even wrestling fans do. Because most wrestlers are or at once were wrestling fans. Well, hey, Nick, yeah, like did, people, you, go ahead. did you watch that promo last night on Raw? Did you watch how Vince McMahon handled that? Because Vince pretty much hit that on the head. I haven't he watched Raw in hey, got to be at hey, least Brock a year. isn't a people guy, so to get him on board, it's you know he just does his own think, thing. It's not a bad thing. I think the reason that they're... Pending Roman Reigns is pending this uh, John Bravo shit. I don't know what the hell Nick is doing over there, but he is. I think he's humping that chair. Yes, he he's like Vince McMahon when he's Roman Reigns. And no, so no, I Roman Reigns. Um, do you know if you heard about that that steroid issue going on with Romy? Um, no, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of old school, like Undertaker. Mark Calloway said it the best. He, he said, well, why don't you just go ahead and, and, and fucking watch the show and enjoy the show for once instead of getting online and checking out all the rumors and, uh, and that, you know, the so ons and so forth. People are, people are just so, we have more access to information than we've ever had before. So what we do is we jump online and we search and we search and we search that we're blue in the face. And we want to see, we want to, we already want to know the outcome. We want to already know the outcome. And it's half the time we can predict the outcome. This is very, it's a very wrestling in a whole is kind of, kind of predictable. It really is. It, 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 if you're a serious fan, like we are, but in a sense, it's like, why can't we just lay back, eat some popcorn, drink some beer, maybe have a hot dog, and enjoy the show and have a blast? But we can't do that exactly. anymore. That's re- we can't do that anymore. We we want to know. We want to know what's going on. We want to know why. We and, and now it's integrated into wrestling that way. Impact Wrestling did a really good job. TNA did a really good job. What? Yeah, they did a really good job at introducing reality wrestling. That's exactly what they introduced. It was so cool to see that, but they never went anywhere with it. They they didn't. They didn't go anywhere with it. Well, WWE kind of picked it up, and they, they ran with it, and it worked for them. Of course, they're on a better you know, broadcasting network. They're, they have more uh, resources and stuff like that, but... Yeah, I didn't hear about the steroid issue. What, what's up with this steroid issue? Okay, um, basically... And and, and WWE doesn't have Dixie Carter to add on to that. Oh, uh, uh, no. You, uh, I was just going to say that they just stole the X Division. That was what I was going to get to. No, but... Uh, they Ronnie... just stole the X Division to put him on NXT. 
Yeah, pretty yeah. much. No, um, fucking, uh, the steroid thing is that there's this guy, I can't remember his name. He, John Bravo. John Bravo. Johnny Bravo, possibly. Um, that said that <laughs> <laughs> he's been selling steroids to certain famous people. And there was a, a couple of names of A-list celebrities included on this list, but one of them was Roman Reigns. He has addresses, he has text messages, because he got caught. And they were going to put him in jail, and he said he'd roll over on all these people. And one of them happened hmm. to be Roman Reigns. And this has been going on for a couple of weeks. Now, we've been you know hearing about it for a few weeks. WWE's been keeping it on the hush-hush. but Just like they did with Rey Mysterio about ten years ago. Yeah, and conveniently, this time, um, Roman Reigns lost the Intercontinental Championship that very next Monday night to uh, The Miz. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And there's a little bit also, of repercussion. And it's also why WWE currently has Braun Strowman on the back burner in case uh, this shit falls through before WrestleMania, which uh, John Bravo, I don't know what the delay is. He's been saying, um, he's been leaking cryptic messages on Twitter, all this shit, saying it's about to drop, it's about to drop. Um, so I don't know exactly what the holdup is, but... If it does come through, this is going to be Roman's second offense. Um, it's going to be a 60-day suspension if they don't release him, which they won't release him. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Well, wait a second. Then, if if it is, wouldn't Roman already serve a suspension for it? Because it's the same thing that they're talking about. Because they're talking well, about Roman's the first suspension time, being the, the steroids and the link to Adderall. Yeah, so that would have been his first defense, which was the 30-day. This one would be a 60-day, which would put him yeah. out of WrestleMania. Um, Adderall is, is fucking amazing. Fucking <laughs> 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 Adderall is I'm fucking amazing, to... guys. Hey, you got you got, you got a job you got to get done on, uh, on schedule? You, do you some Adderall. You get it done. They're not good drugs. They're not bad drugs. They're just They're the fucking drugs. amazing drugs. <laughs> the World Wrestling Podcast does not sponsor the use, the illegal use of Adderall. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Well, that know. sucks. That kind of sucks. I mean, that 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 really does. You got your bad apples. You got your bad apples. You really do. You got your good apples. You got your allegations. You got people that get blamed for something they didn't do and they get fired for it. Um, somewhere in there. Yeah. Somewhere in there. You, I, I don't have any remorse for those type of people because you know, uh, I mean, this we're, we're not talking about me right now. But anyways, uh, you. somewhere in there, they, they, these wrestlers they they put themselves in a position to have people put those allegations on them. Somewhere in there, they put themselves in a position because of fame. Uh, money, money changes the person. I don't care if you're making a hundred thousand or if you're making two point seven million. Uh, it does. It changes the person, and when that happens, uh, unfortunately, uh, you get caught in some shit that you don't really care to be caught in. And professional wrestlers get it every time. See, I got, I got two time. things I want to add to that. Number one, earlier you mentioned TNA, and um, speaking of guys, <laughs> Triple Triple A. Yeah, I know. Is <laughs> Triple A the Mexican promotion is interested in buying out Total Nonstop Action, and that could Why be. Not? Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, if AAA could start getting their their kind of you know hat in the ring, and, and I mean they they're good. I've watched some of their stuff, older stuff. 
with El Santo and Eddie Guerrero and Octagon and, um, you know, the old, old stuff. And they've always done some good things from what I gather. Dave Bradshaw, actually, the guy I've had on the show a few times, he does English commentating for AAA. And they're interested in buying out TNA. I think it could be a good thing for not only AAA but TNA. I think they could turn them around and turn them into maybe not a global wrestling superpower, but another great promotion to watch. I mean, sometimes it takes somebody else getting into the ring there metaphorically and kind of helping take things um, to the next level. Sort of like what Dino has done with his sports bar and his new shirt. His new shirt on Etsy. <laughs> you like that? You like that segue? I got some promos too, motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You got to keep up with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to keep up with it. <laughs> Dino's going to be advertising his shirt before he leaves today. I don't know when he's leaving. So whenever he goes to leave, he'll he'll talk about his shirt for a minute if you guys want to try and get it. He's, he's selling a... no. No, I, I look uh, just real quickly. Uh, the shirt I'm not trying to sell. That shirt I should I, I would do like a Mac Attack Show shirt or something like that. But the sports bar I just wanted a T-shirt, and then lo and behold, I showed it to everybody, and everybody else wants one too. So just I don't know. So cool. I want you gotta to be here, man. It's war- everybody knows your name here. So I want I want a shirt with your face on it. Well, I, I will I will make that happen. I want it. I want it. It'll be like. It'd be like a clip art face. I will wear it everywhere. <laughs> um. So, everybody's in agreement though on the because we got off topic. Everybody's agreement on the North American title. Like, does that make you feel like old NWA esque? No, 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 no. no. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in agreement. I think oh, it's absolute God. rubbish. Oh, of course you do. Um, honey, could you maybe uh, turn that down a little bit? Oh, all right. I just think I'm gonna walk out there on the porch. I just think WWE has too many titles. You got the NXT title, the NXT tag title, the women NXT women's title. On the main roster, each show's got their big titles, their tag titles, their mid-card titles. Now they're talking about cruiserweight tag team titles and the possible... women's tag team titles. Look, there's nothing wrong with having too many titles. They need to bring back the free bird rule. The free bird rule is still a fact. This, the the Freebird rule is still in fact never went anywhere. Oh my god, there for a second. <laughs> I thought Nick was at Bray Wyatt's house. I was. Just for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. The Freebird rule is still in effect. It never went anywhere. They still work it with the New Day. Yeah, but wait until like Sanity or the Undisputed Era and all those people come up and do that. That'd be great. Dude, I, like, I, I like Undisputed Era. They're, I do too. They're coming around. Yeah, they are. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. No, um, so, and there's a couple of questions that Chad had that I wanted to address before, after we get in and talk about this North American title thing. So I thought there were some good questions. But, um, no. Legitimately, I think the North American title is a good idea. Reason being is because it, it gives you sort of, they've been trying to emulate some of the uh, what's the feeling like? Nostalgia and, um, you know, just that hard-hitting Southern wrestling that WCW had, a.k.a., you know, the War Games match they did last year. And now this North Rangers American title. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, like, I, I feel like they're doing a good job with NXT. They always do a good job with NXT. I, don't, I can't really bitch about it. It's just everything else they fuck up. But the North American title is a good title to have, like, 
it really reminds me of like those old uh, NWA big belts, you know, that were like the shape of the U.S. or you know some fucking crazy shit like that. I always liked the way that the NWA's titles looked um, in For the eighties. What 80s. purpose does it serve? It serves as a U.S. title. NXT is already a solid product. Why add yet again another fucking title? <laughs> Because, I, you know, wait, I thought that was kind of the bitch thing about the 90s for a lot of wrestling fans. It's the fact that they were, had more and better titles. I mean, we had the Hardcore title, the Intercontinental Championship, the European Championship, the, uh, at one point, the TV title, the World Heavyweight Championship, the Tag Team Championships. Those were, I love the fact they had so many chances. It gives more, it gives more talent a chance to shine. And I think that's good. But they're not uh, going to. You're going to have a dude end up going back to the Indies with the North American title and only defend it one. I agree with Sean with that extent only because if they add another title, they need to add another 30 minutes onto their showtime. Good point. That's I all, think that's Triple all. H and Stephanie are swingers. What do you guys think? That was, that was great. <laughs> you know, just right out of Woo! <laughs> that's why they're getting Kurt and Rousey involved. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's giving her crap because they think that she can't handle promos in the WWE, but it's like, uh, oh, have you have you seen Brock Lesnar? Yeah, and you he know... Can't, he can't that, do a promo to save his life. Speaking of that, speaking of that, Brock Lesnar's contract is uh, about to be up after WrestleMania, and word on the street is WWE has no interest in restarting it. Oh. And that was... And that would leave one Mr. Paul Heyman clientless. Oh, give him fucking Ronda. So give him the Ronda Rousey. Oh, my so, God. Give him the Ronda Rousey. So the bar. Who better, who better for Paul Heyman to represent than one Miss? And I can Ronda see the, I can see the promotion. Rousey. I can see the, the promo now. Ron, uh, fucking Paul comes out to the ring after the match at WrestleMania, and Brock is gone, you know, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, you know, he says a bunch of other stuff. I'm Paul Heyman. And, I'm, and he says, you know, I have helped dominate heavyweight wrestling in the WWE, but I have not touched the women's division in WWE. Oh, I got one for you. Where did they pair him with Shinsuke? That's a bad idea. <laughs> Shinsuke don't need a, don't well, need a mouthpiece. Be well, he, don't, well, he don't need a mouthpiece. I, he, he doesn't need a mouthpiece, but then again, then again, maybe him and Oscar do. Ah! Or if you put, oh yeah, that's right, Paul Heyman and Oscar. That'd be a pretty good pair. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't Ooh. think so. I don't think so. Oscar I think could back it up though. Oscar could back it up, but I think he'd be better with somebody like Ronda Rousey or even fuck. I hate to say this, and I might even vomit. Far. Yeah, I might even be good with Roman. <laughs> Roman. No, not, not with Roman. I think Roman just needs more more time on the mic, kind of like how John Cena had it. Um, Dude, Roman has had some of the best promos so far that I've seen. First of all, his badass promo about Brock Lesnar. Uh, going in there and doing a promo with Vince McMahon. Uh, when he did the promo with John Cena, that was awesome. That was real. That was raw. That wasn't no cue cards. That was good. That was off the top of the dome piece. That's what it takes because his cousin, The Rock, was able to do that back in the day to just off the fly. That's good promoing. That's good entertainment right there. Are you high? Roman Reigns, 
Roman Reigns ain't no rock. No, Roman no, Reigns, he'll never he'll never be a rock. You stole Roman Reigns will get nervous and end up saying suck suffering suck tash. No, he may just get nervous and say suck his dick. He you may wanna... get pissed off and say cuss words. <laughs> you know, I've seen you... Brock Lesnar do it a lot. <laughs> you know what what Very needs true. to happen for <laughs> Roman Reigns to be a viable wrestler and a viable superstar on the needs you a... know on the roster for WWE? He needs please, a... Nick, enlighten us. I am. He needs to take off his vest. Nick, he needs to yeah. Nick's about to book Roman Reigns into the Bullet Club. Holy shit! Hold on, folks. <sighs> Okay, no. I'm not about to do that. But no, legitimately, he needs a full. He needs a full repackaging. He needs to learn a new fucking move set because that's terrible. He needs to get a off, new look. Take off that goddamn vest. I know. And take a chop like a real wrestler. For real man, don't that's be a bitch. Yeah, thank God that Sean came up with that idea, not Chad. Yeah, I've been saying that for like. Three years. Never heard you say that ever. Back so he doesn't take. I have been. No, I've not been once. It for a long time. Mm-mm, never, ever. I've never even. I don't even know who you are right now. Who are you again? Yeah. <laughs> not Roman. No, I mean, yeah. You know, he needs to take off the vest. Legitimately, get rid of that stupid fucking vest. I mean, just get rid of it. So what? Your physique probably sucks under the vest. Okay, it's not a big deal. My physique sucks. I still walk around without a shirt on. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dean knows. <laughs> Dean knows. No, but, I mean, Roman needs a full repackaging. And honestly, honestly, if they were going to take Paul off of Brock and not give him to the women's division, like, that would be a good idea. But if they didn't do that, Roman Reigns would be the next viable choice. I mean, give him a mouthpiece. Turn him into a full-blown fucking heel. Don't dance around it and have him tiptoe in the fucking water. Turn him into a full-blown heel and have him face people that are on his same level. Get him, Put him back to the mid-card and, and, and keep him there for a while. Train him. Re- uh, revise his skills. Hone his abilities. And then maybe in a few years, he'll be ready for the main event. What, if, what about NXT? Who would you pair with the NXT? NXT? I was thinking Tommaso Ciampa or Lars Sullivan. Um, Lars Sullivan or Oni Lorcan. Ooh, Lurkin's pretty good, too. I love Oni. I got to see him live at NXT a few years back. He was awesome. Who would be a better heel, Cena or Reigns? Cena. Cena. And why do you say that? Because Cena is a, is a god. That's why. Duh. <laughs> you know. Cena. Cena is this age's Hogan. Look how, look how beneficial it was for Hogan when he fucking turned heel. Right, WWE. true, but the ideal the, the idea was to get Sting to do it Ooh. in the beginning. What if you can Sting. get Cena, Reigns, and like Randy Orton all together to form like this really big heel stale like the NWO? Oh, that would be that'd be spectacular. That could be pretty good. That could I be could, I might I might actually get behind that. I think I could too, Chad. That's that's probably the coolest thing you've ever said. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rivalry continues. Yeah, I'm more consistent than Kevin Nash's kneecap. Oh, so. no, you do. <laughs> Why? Why? We made it an hour and ten minutes into the fucking show, 
And you couldn't just... You had to say something about Kevin Nash and his fucking We made an NWO reference. I had to. Why, That's, man? Why do you had, have to do this? We had a moment, Chad. We had a moment. Had a, Googling over John joke and now Kevin Nash joke. What do you guys think of this uh, Undertaker-Cena? Uh, that... Hold on, hold on, hold on, before we, because that's, a, that's, like, that's like a dream match material. Before we get to that, Chad had a few okay. matches he wanted to bring up. He brought up in the group message that we have on on, on the Facebooks. And, um, hold on, let me get to it. <coughs> he had a few dream matches he was talking about that I actually thought were interesting. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, and then we'll move on to the Undertaker thing, because that's a big piece of news right there. Big piece. Those dream matches, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so he, he asked... Um, who, first off, who is our favorite wrestler to compare, compete in WWE but never win a championship? Um, you guys go first because I actually would need to think on it because I can't think of anybody that hasn't Say, won a say it again. Who say would again. be your favorite wrestler that has worked in WWE, maybe not now, maybe did in the past, but never won a WWE championship? Mine was kind of a cheat answer because I put Jushin Thunder Liger. No, 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 no. You have to say it right, Chad. You can't can't say it like that. That's not the way you say his name. You have to say it correctly. Jushin Liger? No, 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 no. Come on, you have to. Do I need to say it? Can I say it? Can I please? Can I? Can I? Go for it. Jushin Thunder Liger! All right, and now you can move on. <laughs> I think I just dropped my IQ 10 points. <laughs> I love the way. That, I love say. I, I work in a meat department, and at night I'll say that randomly because it echoes, and I just love it. I just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> People be walking by and like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I was just ring announcing Jushin Thunder Liger coming to the ring. And they're like, you're really Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, so yours was Jushin Thunder Liger? Yeah, or Big Van Vader. Ooh, that is a good one. Yeah, Big Van Vader is a really good good choice. I think I have mine now, actually, if you guys will. Vader's going to die soon. Okay, thank yeah. you for that, Dean. We appreciate you being the Debbie Downer of the group. That's awesome. You know, first it's, I think Triple H and Stephanie are swingers. And then, you know, Vader's going to die soon. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know why, because Mick Foley tried to get hey. him into the Hall of Fame. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. And you, you want to know, if people that haven't been champions, what, what, I, what I would go with? I would go against a match of for the championship. Which I totally think they deserve it, and I would do Gold Dust. And now we are—are are we talking any like any of the heavyweight championships in any of the businesses? That's actually Chad. I, no, just just in WWE, the never win an actual title, a tag team, Intercontinental, U.S. Oh, team. oh, oh, any wow. titles. Oh, that's a hard one. That is hard. I have, I have some. Well. I actually don't know. Ah, God, I don't remember if he did or not win any of them. I don't think he did, but I think you I would have tag team because tag team or light heavyweight doesn't count. Like, okay. like Christopher Daniels competed a couple times. I think I'd have to say mine would be Jack, uh, not Jack, Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. If, if anybody, that's a good one. If if anybody deserved a. Uh, um, if anybody deserved a title, it would be Jake Snake Roberts. I mean, look at the work that he did in WWE. He's legendary for his promos. His ring work was great. Fuck's sake, he invented the DDT. And they were working on making him, they kept trying to give him a singles push, but honestly, you know, we'll all be, you know, honest here as wrestling fans, he did sort of fuck himself with 
the alcohol abuse and the steroids and the heroin and shit like that. So yeah, it was some of his fault. But I, I there was there was a window before that that he was doing really well. Dude, he's 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 a son of a raped mother. I mean, you put yeah, that on your conscience yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jesus. But, I mean, it's it well, was we terrible. We can just do like world titles if you want to like open it up a little bit more. Because with no titles like at all, that's really really hard. I, I it is. It. Right? Well, then if it's just world just titles, world I could titles. easily. I have a few. You know, Gold Dust, Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, you know, let's see. Let me think. I don't think Roddy Roddy Piper ever got the world title. He deserved one. No, uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say Goldust versus Piper. That's exactly what I was. That was say such because... a great match, too. You know, that was a really good match. But I, I don't think we would have seen much skill. I wouldn't see. We wouldn't see much skill in ring skill for from from Piper because Piper was more of an entertainer. Yeah. Whereas Goldust is the total package. He's an entertainer and he's got g- good in ring ability. Oh, look where he always came has. from. You know, look Same where he came from. Val Venus. Oh God, I yeah, love Val yeah, Venus. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Val Venus. With the big penis. Hello. Yeah. Val no. Venus and Kurt Henning. Yeah. Yeah, Master Perfect. There were so many that didn't get a chance to win the strap, man. That totally deserved it. Um, mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty fucking Rhodes, guys, never got the World Heavyweight Championship in WWE. Yeah, there's there's another one, good one, and that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, he's Dusty fucking Rhodes. You know, he Did is, he even win a title in WWE. I don't I think so. Wrestled for him, but I don't know if he got the Intercontinental or not. I, I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't justify it. I can't. I can't. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Let me I, uh, hold on. We got Google here, so I mean, you know. Fuck. Yeah, let's look up fabricated evidence. Yeah, there we go. True. Yeah, but all right. That's. I mean, it did predict Chris Benoit and Nancy's death. So I mean, Wikipedia is pretty, pretty accurate. <laughs> all right, we've made it to Chris Benoit. That's awesome. Uh, we can't. We can't trust Wikipedia. Wikipedia says Cody Rhodes is the leader of the Bullet Club. And um, we all know that it's... Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. He <laughs> won. He, he is the new leader of the Bullet the Club. Results are, the results are in, and the lie detector test determined that that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fact is, it. Cody Rhodes, hashtag Team Cody, is the new leader of the Bullet Club. That's all there is to it. Fuck Cody, man. No! 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 He got a slam. Like Dusty, Dusty Rhodes got a slammy, and he got a bronze statue, and he's a Hall of Fame member, but never got a title. Oh, that's no. bad. <sighs> yeah. I'm just saying, didn't Cody Rhodes get beat up by the drug free bear uh, anniversary? Oh my god. <laughs> Look, look, we will get to that, okay, because that is another huge piece of news, but we got we to gotta keep it rolling on subject to an extent. And the next thing we were talking about was the, rest of, these, was the rest of these questions. Damn you, Dean. was the next, next rest of these questions <laughs> that uh, Chatty had brought to our attention. And so I think, you know, did we all answer that, you know, as far as uh, I said Jake the Snake Roberts? And, you know, Sean, I don't think we heard anything from you on that. Everybody else was talking, and you didn't really yeah. say anything. Mine? Yeah. I was Nick Jackson, bro. They, they uh, had... He had one match in WWE. They had one half of the Young Bucks and fucking jobbed him out. Shame on WWE. But, you know, he's kind of done good in his singles matches that he has had, Sean, if you think about it. Yes. They had the Young Bucks. They had him, or at least half of them, and then they jobbed him out. Okay, so just we're going to... 
because you know we still have a lot to cover. We're going to do uh, the three dream matches. He's got Ch- Chad mentioned some dream matches he'd like to see between the Indies and, and WWE, and um, I have got to say his list is pretty damn good. Kyoto Ibushi versus Andrade Almos, EC3 versus Seth Rollins, and then AJ Styles versus Will Ospreay. Um, really, really good matchups you picked there, Chatty. Uh, who would you like to see, Sean, from the Indies take on any WWE wrestlers? Uh, is it wait real quick? Is it all time or is it just current? You could do all time just to broaden it out. But okay. Currently, I just picked current ones because it's been such a big revolving door. All of them except for Will Osprey have worked for the WWE at one time, but they're in the Indies. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out and say Kenny Omega versus John Cena. Um, they they called the Chris Jericho versus Omega Alpha versus Omega, but Kenny Alpha Omega Club. has Kenny Omega has been like the the face of the Bullet Club of Japan, Until uh, pretty much of the indie wrestling scene uh, for a good while now. John Cena is been the face of WWE for fifteen plus years now, so I would like to see the that ultimate collision. Who really is the the best in the world, John Cena, Kenny Omega. I just think it'd be a really solid match, man. I think Kenny would end up winning, though, in the end. I mean, John Cena would kick out at two for a long time, but I think Kenny would last long enough to take him down to three. And Cena's going to put him over the younger guys. He'd like put over AJ Styles quite a bit. So I would have to say uh, Kenny Omega in that match. And it has to be a Mania main event. You know, oh my god, that would be great. Um... I would really, oh god, there's just so many that would be great indies matches. Um, oh, and one more, one more just out there that they've they've been teasing about. I would fucking die to see the Young Bucks versus the Bar. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my god, that'd be so great. Yeah, Young Bucks versus the Bar. They, they the the uh, the in ring psychology or lack thereof between the two would make for just wonderful, wonderful wrestling. Um. You know, like it would just be so fucking good. Those they could put on those four could put on a hell of a fucking show. I, I'd have to say that if I had a choice, there's a lot. There's so many. I'd like. I'd like to see Cody come back to the WWE from the Indies and take on Goldust in a full-on brother versus brother type match. That's just a dream match. I'd they, love to see. They tried that already, though. They did and it with Star. Let me see the difference is now. No, they did it with Stardust. We're not doing it with Star. We're talking about. This promo, this match would be set up in a way. I don't oh, know. What if they, what if they bring them back and go against Finn, like leader versus leader, kind of like how they did AJ. Styles oh, here we go. Finn. Okay, that that brings an idea to my mind. How about a fatal five way? Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, fatal four way. AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Finn Balor, Kenny Omega, and Cody Rhodes. All four, one match, ultimate leader of the Bullet Club. Yeah, I don't think you could beat that match. It'd be a really good match. Yeah, I think it would actually end up coming down to AJ and uh, Kenny Omega because they never got their resolve. You know, um, because if you don't know, the way that Kenny took over the Bullet Club was by giving a one-winged angel to uh, AJ Styles middle of the ring, and then all the other guys from the Bullet Club came out and they were like all looking at each other, like, "What do we do?" And they all just started stomping on AJ Styles, including Luke Gallows and, and Anderson. <laughs> and so um, he left right after that, and AJ and Kenny never got the re- resolution they should have, never got the closure. 
So it's still it's still sitting there, not being used. AJ ever leaves, or if Kenny ever does sign with WWE, it's the first match that has to happen for them. WrestleMania main event for the world title. AJ, Kenny Omega, WrestleMania 40. Bam. Got it. Book it, Vince. Book it. Silence. Okay. Went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> <coughs> Where's everybody? Did everybody just disappear? No, I'm still here. I'm just listening and thinking of matches. Uh, I'm not thinking of matches. I'm thinking about fixing parts of my bar. Improving them. Chad, are you I would still like here? to see Kenny Omega versus Vince McMahon. Like like early 90s Vince McMahon. It'd be cool. Just to watch him. Jack Hammer versus... <laughs> 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 Jack Hammer. Great. Where don't Shawnee yeah. go? I don't hear him out there. Sean, you still here? Roll call. Yeah, I don't hear Darth Vader. <laughs> That's funny. No, I don't hear Shawnee. I'll have to message him real quick. But no, no. If he heard that, he'd probably be laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, wait, I heard something going vibrating. Somebody turn on their vibrator? Is it... <laughs> Did you sit up? <laughs> There's Happy. He disappeared for a minute. That's weird. Um, but no, so... Do we all say our dream matches? Because I, I would really think... That'd be my that'd be my dream match. Fatal four-way between the four leaders of the Bullet Club. With the rest of the Bullet Club surrounding the ring. I mean, everybody from the club and hashtag Balor Club. And then you got Bullet Club, OGs, the Elite. All of them surrounding the ring. OGs. Yeah. <laughs> the BC OGs. Bad Luck, Fale, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, Yujiro Takahashi, and... Uh, that other white guy, I can't remember. Chase Owens. Yeah. There we go. Chase Owens. Yeah, that'd be really good. Makes my makes my fuzzies get all on the inside. <laughs> but so okay, you know, with all this dream match talk, Dean mentions the fact that John Cena officially challenged the Undertaker, and up to this point, we've been being being told that that wasn't going to happen as far as those two going one on one. Do you know why that it wasn't going to happen? Why wasn't it going to happen? Well, Undertaker had some knee or some hip replacements. That's uh that's a career kind of done thing kind of deal. Uh, Mick Foley said when you when you get those type of surgeries and replacements, you really don't you know, you don't hop back into the ring. You don't really come back from that, really. So that's kind of a, a career done. But when you post on your wife's Instagram that you're squatting 300 pounds like it's like it's a rag doll, I'm like, well, the hip looking pretty good, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I watched the match last year with Roman, though. Like, you can tell when he had that injury, like, how bad it dampered the match. Cause that match yeah, yeah, you're straight. right. Yes, He couldn't push did. himself up for, like, a reverse tombstone. Like, he couldn't do it, and that, that would have made the match. If Roman right. hit the, the tombstone, that would have been great. <laughs> that was the worst botch in fucking WrestleMania history. I don't want to say worse. Yeah, I wouldn't say worse. I've seen worse. 
It was probably the worst. I'm just gonna add. To I that. think I think Randy <laughs> Orton's sperm is the worst block <laughs> of WrestleMania. <laughs> stupid snake on the ramp. Oh my god! Yeah, that sperm. was pretty bad. That whole match was bad. That whole fucking oh Jesus! It was just terrible. I regretted watching it because it was just so fucking bad. That snake was pretty horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. They understand. Yeah, it was. Hey, hey. What? Who sings that song, Jeff? Huh? Who sings that song? Oh, I don't know. Rap there. Yeah, she, yeah, she probably keeps it that way. Hey, um, maybe you should take that pink <laughs> hairbrush in the glove compartment of your fucking car outside, go to the bathroom, turn off all the lights, put on a candle, maybe throw on a little bit of Roman Reigns theme song, go fuck yourself with it. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Yeah. You know that's tax-free, right? You can do that. You know, not have to pay taxes. There you go. They see tax-free right there. Um, so, I mean, who do we think, what do, they, what do, we, what do we think they're going to do with that match? I mean... This is a match that hasn't happened in at least, you know, fuck it, almost 10 years since, since, over 10 years, since like the 2007 Vengeance, John Cena and Undertaker haven't really been in the ring alone. They've had tag team matches, you know, four on fours, Saturday, Saturday night main event shit, you know, I've seen those. But we haven't seen Cena and the Undertaker in the ring in a singles match, one on one, with everything on the line, I guess, um, in a long time, and... If they do it, I think this needs to be it for The Undertaker. He needs to be done. I've said this for the last three WrestleManias, and I'm going to say it this time. <laughs> Leave the ring before you die. Well, this is... <laughs> I, think, this is I think it's going to be a double... Re- I think it's going to be a double retirement match. Undertaker's going to get to go out on top. John Cena's going to get to fucking retire. As- we as don't. Long, we don't. Sorry, Sean. As we, long as it doesn't end up like Goldberg and Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 20, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I'm expecting a lot of good things to come out of that match. Hopefully, they will. They will do very good uh, by the fans. And I, I, I if, if this isn't a double retirement match, and Cena plans on staying around or making some sort of part-time to full-time comeback, this needs to be where he goes heel. This will be the last opportunity. That he ever has to go heel, and it makes sense, or it'd be astounding, or out of nowhere, or anything for a lot of the fans. Because let's face it, right? Cena's 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 up there in age, and we've been talking about a heel turn for God, I don't know how long. Under Undertaker beats him, Cena just snaps him, fucking mollywomps him with the steel chair. Did you say mollywomps? <laughs> yeah, that's my word. What the fuck is a mollywomp? Is I don't even know. I live I in the South, and we make like some really <laughs> fucked up like analogies, and oh, that's prettier than tits on a boar hog or some stupid shit like that. But somehow California came up with mollywomp. Mollywomp means to freaking whoop their ass. How? In like the sloppiest way possible, like a Molly Holly kind of way, you know. <laughs> or, like, you fall in love with one of them, and then, like, you know, you leave him for the tidiest guy. Know. It's like the Just Bludgeon start. Brothers. Like, how do you bludgeon someone? Like, how, how bad is that? <laughs> Molly Wap is just a tear underneath bludgeon. I'm going to name a tag team on my WWE 18 universe the Molly Wap Brothers. That's what's going to happen. I used to so name my, uh, my NFL teams 
Beverly Hill Pansies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> create your own teams. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, I mean, I, I see going like this. I see, you know, Cena Taker having a match of all matches, a phenomenal WrestleMania match, you know, six stars S, Kenny Omega, um, uh, Kazuchika Okada, and I feel like it's going to be just absolutely phenomenal, but the fact is, Cena's not going to be able to pin him. He keeps trying and trying and trying, and The Undertaker keeps kicking out of two. Kicking out. He's pulling a reverse Cena on Cena, and, you know, he just can't <laughs> keep him down. <laughs> and so, reverse Cena. On Cena. <laughs> you know, he finally stands up after, uh, you know, after trying again, and he looks around, and he's, he's frustrated mentally, you know, he's physically, he's exhausted, and then he looks at the ringside, and he sees a chair out at ringside where the announcer is sitting, and he walks out there, and he grabs a chair, and the ref tries to stop him, and he, like, just kind of elbows him, or somebody opens the window, and the ref falls down, because that's kind of what happens, he's down, he's out for the rest of the night, you might as well get another ref in there. And, um, you know, he he stands over Undertaker's exhausted body right there, center of the ring, pulls up the chair, and just starts to fucking wail on the back of the Undertaker. I mean, shot after shot after shot. I mean, Rock versus Mankind at Royal Rumble in the 90s. 15 extra chair shot kind of chair shots. And then he <laughs> picks him up, and he FUs him back onto the mat again. And then he, and then the ref, you know, all of a sudden somehow wakes up, forgetting all that, you know, Cena had opened a window and a breeze had hit him in the face or something like that. And he counts the one, two, three, and Cena stands up, and the f- fans just boo, and he keeps beating the shit out of the Undertaker, like you know, you're the old, and our, no, it's not, it's not, you can't even do that story. It's not like you're the old, I'm the new, but he could say, you know, we both may be the old lions, but I'm still standing. That kind of story, like the dominant veteran over the I other know, veteran. That- that scenario puts Undertaker going out on a losing streak. But it, but it also creates not only that, but going out on a whimper. It also creates a extremely awesome moment for the fans at WrestleMania. And you so want to, you want to coming out with the taser. That you want to awesome turn. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you want to turn Cena into heel and have him get the most heel heat like Undertaker did, or not like like Hogan did with the NWO. That is the only way to do it. You're not gonna. No, they can even, they can even do it. Undertaker <laughs> wins the match. They go to shake hands. Cena slaps his hand. Attitude adjustment. Him. And proceeds to oh yeah, turn him into a jello puppet with the steel. But chair. that just doesn't that, was, that doesn't that, have the same effect. Hashtag jello puppet. Hashtag Molly Mop. No, but that would still give Undertaker <laughs> the win and going out on top, and they would still leave the window for John well, Cena to go heel. Fact is, Undertaker winning is not important anymore. His streak's over. He's, he's, it's, it's not. I mean, look, it's still, it's still, it's. I think it would be respectable that Cena lose to him, and I think Cena wants to lose to him. I I really do. I think Undertaker needs to win to get his twenty fifth match. Like, like that's his twenty fifth match at WrestleMania. That's pretty damn good. And to be able to do that and come off on a victory, like that's a good come up. Because they shouldn't have given Roman that win. Yeah, I I mean, if Roman can beat him, fuck. Hornswoggle could beat him. Watch that match. <laughs> it's the truth. If Roman can beat him, then everybody can beat him. So fucking, why not put Cena over? Why not give well, Cena, Cena the Nash, heel turn of the Kevin century? Kevin Nash couldn't beat him. <laughs> Kevin Nash has beat him. 
Yeah. Here's Not a WrestleMania. Fuck you. Midway through the match, Stevie Richards is going to come out. He's going to super kick The Undertaker in the chest, and Cena's going to win. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then Stevie Richards makes his triumphant return back to the WWE and right to censor. <laughs> I miss right to censor. Dude, I would like to see right to censor in this. Then like, But then again, I don't think that the... No, they succeeded. They succeeded. WWE this would, be, take that gimmick this well. would be the perfect era for right to censor. Because the PG era, yeah. They'd have no mission statement because it's already there. There'd be a genderless faction. Oh my god, it would get even more retarded. <laughs> we are not males or females, we are genderless. How dare you identify as? I identify as a ring post. You can bring you can bring back um, the chinless wonder and then actually <laughs> give and actually give him the women's money in the bank. Speaking of that. Women's Money in the Bank. When you guys think they're going to pull the trigger on that, do you think that they're going to pull it on Oscar? Shit, I don't know. Carmella That's just had a Oscar's hit. first loss in WWE coming from that. Oh my god, that would make me cancel my WWE network just right there, like legitimately. Oh. I would, I would be having the button pressed as they hit the three count for Carmella. What if to they win. give her? What if they give Oscar like a WrestleMania thing where um, they did what? Um, Seth Rollins did like not make it a triple threat, but like after the match, she comes out and does it. But Oscar wins two matches in one night, like Daniel Bryan did. They could try. That'd be awesome. That would Oscar be could do it. I mean, fuck, she's undefeated right now. Hey, Carmella just had a nip slip, so you know they're going to be reprimanding her. Hold on, nip slip? Do we have? I don't believe you. Pixar didn't happen. Hold on, just. We're just getting news of this two hours into the broadcast? Yeah, we waited an hour and a half to tell you guys that, that Carmella had a nip slip. When when I'm sure everyone would have loved to have seen the nip slip earlier. Just yeah, saying. Yeah, I nip slip. It, I, lo- I, think it was I love how everything like escalated week. to that. Everything in this show has meant to come to this one point. The nip literally slip. Literally one point. And, literally one point. And I say, I say <laughs> come. I say come very loosely. <laughs> yeah, it was on SmackDown when she went to pin Natalia again, and it popped out. It, it was this week. All right, I have a reason to watch SmackDown now. I screenshotted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know what that's he's awesome. doing with it. Yep, yeah, we know that's really awesome. We know what he's doing with it. Yeah, you know. it's, it's for educational purposes. Oh, of I course, it is. Talk about it. Yeah, on yeah, Carmella, you come here, you pin me to the mat. <sighs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been fun, man. I'm gonna have to let you go. I got some things I gotta get done here. Uh, it's always good being on the show. It's uh, always good listening to you guys. And uh, if you guys ain't got a chance yet, uh, if you're listening to the show, share it because Nick and and the other guy. They're really good. <laughs> That's exactly that is the right thing to say because Nick puts the asses in the seats. The big bad Boo Bear does I, that. I don't know about that, but uh, but yeah, Nick and Sean, I, I like this podcast. It's it's really good. Keep at it, guys. I'm uh, Chad. Nice meeting you, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> and Dino um, you know, Mac is out of here for right now. I'll still keep listening, but you guys. Uh, yeah, take care, man. I'll be on again some other time. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming All on right, with us, buddy. Guys, we appreciate it. 
We're talking about how Cena's going to do uh, Nick's mom here in the next couple of weeks. That's that's, <laughs> that's really nice. <laughs> that's really <All> nice. Right. <laughs> she no, she can't. So it's not legally right. You know what I mean? You could be Nick Cena by the next show. Oh, you bastards. My stepdad right. step doesn't like it when I say I can't see him, guys. Just remember, Nick. I just want you to remember, Reigns can beat Omega any day of the week and twice on Sunday. What is wrong with you? Why would you, why would you say would you that? that because The Rock's better, but that's not the point. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later, man. Have a good one. Take care, man. We are going to take a quick break, guys, and, uh, you know, so I can, I'm going to grab me a cigarette and a glass of water and all that jizz-ass. Um, hold on, I got some music here. I thought I'd throw in and let you guys listen to a little bit of, uh, uh, there we go. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit of blues today, so I'm going to add this song on right here. We're going to listen to a little bit of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Probably not the full thing because it's a long song. We'll be back here in just a minute. So you guys keep it locked, keep it live, share it around. Remember that Kevin Nash is the bomb, and he's always the bomb. And remember to check out Mac Attack's Sports Bar t-shirt, the Dino Sports Bar t-shirt. It's really cool. I'm going to try and get me one. And we got a game we're going to play when we get back. It's, it's, it's called Impact, the Impact Zone. But we'll, we'll explain when we get back. This is Big Eye Bear. All of the telephone lines 
We're back here on the World Wrestling Podcast, Brew. I had to make it rhyme or it would have bugged me for like the next like 45 minutes. And I was like, and that's what she said. <laughs> and I said, that's a nice ski mask. It's sad that you knew I was going to do that. That's sad. I did. All right, everybody. We are back here live from the World Wrestling Podcast undisclosed location because I can't tell you or I'd have to RKO you because that's the rules. And we're all hanging out here doing our thing. And I mentioned before the break because we still have the New Japan Cup results to go over. Um, And uh, I was going to talk a little bit about their anniversary show, which was very good. The 46th anniversary of New Japan. We have a little game we were going to play. We're going to try it out and see if it'll... See if it does good here. And I thought we could give it a shot this week. And it's called the Impact Zone. Basically the rules are... um, You know how wrestlers, Chad, go to TNA from WWE and they always end up getting their name changed just enough to where they don't get sued but still enough to where they're recognizable and they can brand it, you know what I'm saying? Bubba Ray... Bully. Yeah, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, Christian, Christian Cage... Alberto Del Rio, Alberto Del Patron. Yeah, like... You know, like, it goes just enough to where they don't get sued, but just enough to where they can keep the recognition. So, I always thought it was funny. Me and my manager play this game at work, you know, where he'll be like, and what's Blank doing in the Impact Zone? And it'll be, like, a very close wrestling name to somebody in WWE, and I have to guess um, who it is exactly, because it's just a little game whenever we play, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to try today on the show. So, um... I'll go first, and you guys got to guess. First person to guess gets a point and gets to go next. The winner goes to ten points. And the winner gets a very special prize at the end. Very special prize. Yeah. Special prize. Mm. Maybe. Maybe that was the prize. How did you know about it? But yes, okay, here we go, here we go. Basically, you know, um, I should have downloaded the Impact theme song or something to the back of it that would make it, you know, more... Which one? Just the first one from, like, years ago when Mike Tanay was, like, the main guy. But, okay, here we go. Um, ladies and gentlemen, what's Ice Cold Steve Perry doing in the Impact Zone? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, see, it was an easy one, a really easy one to start off. So, points to Sean. Steve Perry, like they're going to run out and start singing Journey. Yeah, and, and half a point, half a point to uh, to Chad to for knowing that that Steve Perry was the lead singer of Journey. All right, next, Sean, it's your turn now. Um, Bach. I can't even think of one right now, bro. Okay, um, you are very terrible at this game so far, so that's that's awesome. Chad, since you got a half point, you can just go. You know, I'm not like Weird Al. I'm not really good at parodies. Um, <laughs> weird Al. I love Weird Al. You know what we could do, just because you guys see are seeming to have like a problem, I can just keep coming up with them, and you guys can just keep guessing, and we'll just see who gets the five first. 
We can do that. If I had more of a heads up, I would have written some of these down. Okay, okay. Well, 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 if you come back next week, if like you luckily can come back next week or something, we will. Uh, right. we'll, we'll, we'll try and do this game again. But for now, I got a few in my head that I've used already. And uh, let's, let's see. Um, ah, here we go. Oh my God! What's Boulder doing in the impact zone? The rock. Got you. Got it. You know, can you smell what the boulder is cooking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! What's Bollywood Logan doing in the impact zone? Hollywood Hogan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That was, a, that was an easy <laughs> or, one. Or, or or Jinder Mahal. You know. Yeah, you could say Jinder Mahal. You really could. You really could say Jinder Mahal. Steroided out Bollywood boy. <laughs> wow. Look there in the limo. That's the pillow man on his way to the impact zone. <laughs> Damn it, Sean. How did you get that one so Actually. easy? Actually, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. We're all going straight to hell. Yep, yep, yep. Straight to hell. Let's see. Hold on, guys. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, honey. I didn't say anything. This guy gets whipped in the middle of the fucking show. Look at that. I had to talk to my, my six-year-old. My bad. My bad. Let's see if we can make it to five, Sean. So let's see. Um, how many points everybody had? I think Sean's got three points. Chad's got... One and a half points. Yeah, point and a half. So you're behind like a motherfucker right now, Chad. <coughs> We'd rather oh. be behind in their front in certain situations. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> wow, look who just entered the impact zone. It's bro hate. Mojo Rally. Come on, guys. You can do better than Ray, this. This is an easy one. Ray Wyatt? <laughs> Look who just entered the impact zone. It's Bro Hate. Brother Hate? Uh, Brother No Love? <laughs> Dude Love? Yes, there we go. Finally. Jesus Christ, somebody got uh, it. That's a good one. Yeah, four. Hello. You think oh. I would know that? I'm the biggest McFoley fan here. You think I know that? No, you're not. I am. Four to one points. One and a half points. One and a half. One and a half, Sean. <laughs> we One, we know how much that you know how much that half means to you, Nick. I get it because you know. Half all right, chair. all right. Let's see. Um, let me think of another one here. Ah, here we go. Wow! Look who just came into the impact zone. It's Abel. Abel. Abel, this one's, a, this one's a, oh, damn, Chad got it right off the bat. I thought it was going to be kind of a hard one. Now it's two oh, and a half Kane? to four points. Yeah, Kane it was Kane. Abel, biblical references. Yeah, 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 Chad got it. Wow, good good job there, bro. You know, they spell it wrong. Yeah, everybody everybody spells <laughs> it wrong. But, I mean, you know, I thought I thought somebody might get it, but I didn't know if. I didn't, I didn't know Coming if anybody would get it. Coming to the impact zone, Jacob the Reptile. <laughs> wow. Jake I wonder, the snake. Yeah, I wonder if you come out there. <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm going through a list of names I could try and fuck around with. Um, 
Okay, here we go. Here we go. Welcome to the Impact Zone. It's Lion-O. Chris Jericho? Yeah, damn. Chad's on a roll, guys. Now it's three and a half to four points. He's making a comeback like he's like he's the Philadelphia Eagles and Sean's the Patriots. Watch your fucking mouth, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, though, wasn't it? At least my quarterback's not a rapist. Yeah, that's true, though. But he, he does fly. A lot. He just—he doesn't uh, cheat as Eagles much as your fly. guy. Fly, Eagles, fly. That is true. Anyways, oh. uh, you're, you're getting off subject here, man. Oh, wait. No, Sean's getting competitive, Chad, so you better watch out. He's ready to get that last one. He needs one more point to win this against you. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm looking for a name well, I mean, right now. The Pats needed a touchdown, so <laughs> he's been in this situation before. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Um. Oh my God! He just came out of nowhere. He's in the impact zone. It's Baldo. This is a tough one. If you get either one of you get this, it it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Baron Corbin, Big Show, who? Big Show, no. Aldo. Think about the move sets of some of the wrestlers. Oh, I think my Baldo like the Wolf. That's why I said Baron Corbin. Nah, nah. That that actually is a good one. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that, that no, it's not that. <laughs> Move set. Uh, the clock is ticking. This wrestler has had several gimmicks throughout the years. Currently not with the WWE. Currently not. Well, he is, but he isn't. If you guys he both is, give up, it, the, if you guys both give up, though, you lose a point. Yeah, but you said he's... He is, but he isn't. He's not wrestling for the WWE. But he works for the WWE now. Road Dog? Yeah. I was thinking that, too. Uh, Baldo, not Balto. Baldo. B-A-L-D-O. Baldo. Are you talking about Matt Bloom? Yes! Bing, ding, ding. You got it. Albert, his Baldo bomb. I called him Baldo. I figured they would do something crazy like that. Well, I'm sorry that we're not illiterate and can't say people's names. That was my bad. I probably didn't. I didn't say it as... I should have had a little more diction with that. I should have. My B. Well, you could... Well, Bernardo. I would have gotten it if you said Bernardo because he went under giant Bernard in Japan. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? I should have said Bernardo. I thought Baldo, Baldo Bomb. You know, that was like his finishing maneuver for a long time was the Baldo Bomb. It was also Tensai. Oh, nobody cares about fucking Tensai. They didn't care about him then. They definitely don't care about him now. You know, we kept yelling, Albert. You should have just came in under Albert. That would have been great. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I did when they came here. Tensai came out. Uh, me and my friend were chanting, Albert. Albert. So now, ladies and gentlemen, the score is four and a half to four as Chad takes the lead. Coming back from nothing, it's now yeah, neck and neck. And he has the inch, and it's not his penis. Yeah. I'm in front by a head. 
<laughs> I get it, because I get it, because it's a dick joke. Oh, uh, you know. All right, I need to find the <laughs> last. <laughs> you get it? Get it if you want it, Nick. <laughs> oh, of course I can. No. Do you get it, though? Do you understand? F-T-R-R. I get it. Do you get it? All right, so who's going to the impact zone? Let's see if we can make it to five. All right. the tiebreaker. Uh, Last one, guys. Last impact zone. I'm trying to make it not an easy one, so I'm looking around. I'm thinking about all these wrestlers who could be in the impact zone and what they would change their name to. <coughs> I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buzz in right now. It's gonna be Goldberg. No, it's not gonna be Goldberg. The last one. I think I'm gonna go really obscure with this last one. Um, let's see. Ooh, I got it. Should have had the Jeopardy music queued up for this game. Oh, God, you know what? I think I'll do that next time we do it. Uh, I'll, I'll put the Jeopardy music in the background, and we'll have that. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the Impact Zone, the Dribbler. The Dribbler? The Dribbler. <laughs> no. This guy was a part of a tag team in the WWE in the 90s. I'm not going to tell you what the name of the tag team was. I'm not going to tell you his partner. I'm saying that his name sounded like drooling so they, I figured that's what they would do to keep them like close to it the dribbler oh my god in the impact zone alone and to make it a little more interesting since this is the last point you guys have until the end of the bullet club theme song which is exactly two minutes is it Yes, you got it! Ding, 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 ding. Motherfucker. The winner! By that, a whole one and a half points, Chatty Kathy. I can't believe you got that. I don't know that. how I got that. I don't know how you fucking got that, dude. Good fucking Because you said it sounded like dripping, which I thought drools would sound like draws so yeah okay. draws but how know. in the hell does you make a headbanger reference and then also that's from the brood also I thought no draw, draws was a part of the headbangers brother yeah yeah like draws was a part of the headbangers it was him and it was Mosh and oh wait hold on maybe he wasn't a part of the headbangers oh draws was a part of the headbangers it's Mosh was it Mosh and draws no now he's part of the fucking uh, wheelchair bangers. Oh, <laughs> too soon, bro. Too That's soon. That's probably like the worst tragedy in WWE. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't laugh at that. That's not cool. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> well, Sean, you, you get a uh, participation trophy for being terrible at this game. I actually did pretty good. I'm just surprised. I got that last one. I'm surprised you caught up from one. It was legitimately like a rematch between the Patriots and the Eagles, and oh, well, they couldn't pull it off last time either. So I guess I just shouldn't have expected anything different. Actually, if anything, it's the Pats versus the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, Pats versus the Falcons, and the Falcons did it this time. So Sean, how's it feel to be a loser? Give me a couple minutes. I'll be right back. I mean, I mean, I guess. Yes, I know what it feels like to, to walk in the shoes of Nick Solomon. Fuck you. 
fuck you and everything you stand for. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> While Chatty is gone for a minute, we will kind of talk about um, some big news from New Japan and ROH. Um, speaking really, you know, because somebody decided to miss the ROH anniversary show this weekend. <coughs> and I think his I name did. rhymes with Ron. Pretty sure it does. Um, Ron Weasley. How did you miss that? How, what were you even doing? What was more important than the ROH anniversary show? Work. What? Work. No, for real though. Like, what was more important than the ROH I don't understand. Money. That's Work. not. It's not important. You don't need money. You live in California. I always have like trees with money on it. Oh, they they like chopping down trees here. So you know all the money. They're kind of like uh, um, Doctor Seuss book for the Lorax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Um. But anyway, so. We're going to try and probably go over them pretty quickly because I'm going to have to go, unfortunately, pretty soon. Uh, but, but I do have the full card pulled up. You want to go over the card real quick? Why, sure. So, to start off the show, Robu Takahashi with Daryl for a reasonable signal from Lost. In Novas, whatever that fucking retarded group is that you Los Ingobernables de Japón. Say it right. That guy. So, Hiromu Takahashi had Daryl from that group that he just said. And uh, he went against Flip Gordon. Hiromu got a huge pop from the crowd as he entered. Um, He also took. Hold on. Sorry. I don't want to be stupid there. Um, right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Him and Flip Gordon uh, had a back and forth match. Uh, Flip Gordon ended up hitting the Star Spangled Stunner. Um, Takahashi kicked out. Um, ended up hitting him with the Death Valley Driver into the corner. Um, called for a time bomb soon thereafter. Uh, Hiromu hit it, got the pinfall. Um, they gave it a three stars out of five. That's because it probably probably was better, though. Honestly, it doesn't sound like they don't do usually kind of like crappy matches. Three out of five stars is the best grade. Who graded this? This is from the Daily DDT website. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Up next was Punishment Martinez versus Marty Skrull. Representing the Bullet Club. Um, I said this match started off fast with Skrull going right after Martinez. Martinez countered very, uh, with a very quick top on flow, um, to the outside of the ring. Um, the action was pretty fast and furious as both men flew around the ring. Let's skip through some of this because it breaks down like the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron match. Uh, Marty Scroll attacked the knee, trying to keep uh, big man Punishment Martinez down. Um, 
Martinez ended up pinning Marty with a curb stomp on the apron. Uh, Punishment set up a table on the outside of the ring, put Marty on it, went for a top rope on Hilo again. Marty moved out of the way, and Martinez went crashing through the table. Um, Marty went for his, uh, he's been doing the old, uh, what, what was that uh, Japanese guy that came out with uh, Mr. Fuji? Uh, there we go. He's uh, been pulling a Mr. Fuji lately and throwing powder in people's face. Uh, he acted like he was going to throw some powder in the face of Punishment Martinez. Martinez put his hand up to block it. Um, Marty hit him with a low kick, rolled him up for the win. So, yes, um, again, Bullet Club for the win. FTW, bro. So, again, they gave this match um, a three point, a three stars out of five. Mm-hmm. Opening. Solid openers, I guess. And um, that's good. I'm happy that um, as much as I like Punishment Martinez, um, um, Marty Skrull has yet to get any title shot since being in Ring of Honor. Um, he actually um, is set to face either Jay Lethal or Dalton Castle, whoever won ROH uh, world title. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, up next was Kenny King versus Silas Young for the ROH television title. Um, apparently this match was unannounced, so um, but it wasn't unannounced because we happened to get a little um, inside tip there from the Beer City Bruiser in a couple weeks because he told us that Silas Young would be trying to recapture that TV title from um, Kenny King. At the 16th anniversary. Um, but it looks like it was a back and forth match. Um, Kenny King put up a good fight. Um, against Silas Young. Um, Silas Young went for a slingshot into the ring. But Kenny King caught him and hit the royal flush for the pinball. Um, the result, Kenny King for the win. Defending his title. Um, they gave this rating a 2.75 out of 5 stars. Wow, damn. Um, after the match, Austin Aries walked out with all of his titles, making his ROH return. Um, he's the current Impact Wrestling World Champion. Um, apparently, he's back on Ring of Honor. Um, Aries told Kenny King that he is on a mission to collect belts from all around the world. And the only belt he hasn't won in Ring of Honor is the television title. So this means that Impact and ROH must have come to some sort of agreement, um, which I guess that's only good for Impact. Um, I think Ring of Honor should stay as far away from fucking Impact as possible, but um, we get Austin Aries on Ring of Honor now. No shit. No shit. No shit. That's going to be pretty cool, though. Up next was the (laughs) Bullet Club, a.k.a. the Hung Bucks. The Young Bucks and Adam Page defended their six-man tag team titles against SoCal and Spencer. That being Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky in a Las Vegas street fight match. 
Um, they said the pace of this match was insane right from the start with the Bucks and Page diving through the ropes on the SoCal Uncensored. Um, Scorpio Sky was powerbombed onto the ramp by Hangman Page, um, which they said was absolutely devastating looking. Uh, before Page could use the tax and nail studded belt on Frankie, he was cut off with the Kendo stick shot. Um, it shows some pictures and stuff. It looked like this match was uh, pretty, pretty brutal, man. There's um, trash can in the ring, chairs all over. Um, Match. Well, they gave it on right Matt, Jack- uh, Matt Jackson still having some um, um, back problems. Apparently, Nick had to help him a couple times. Uh, oh, yeah, he did, did he? Hmm, interesting. And so, uh, See, I just think that match- maybe Nick should. I don't know, maybe try and do a singles thing for a little bit until Matt gets to feeling better. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Shane Taylor got involved in the match. Uh, the distraction led to SoCal and Spencer being able to attack Paige and tie him up to the ring post. The zip ties. Uh, the Bucks were isolated. Daniels held Nick Jackson on the outside of the ring while um, Scorpio Sky locked the kiddo stick. Assisted Campbell Clutch on Matt. Kazarian grabbed Matt's legs and locked him into the Boston Fab. Um, with all the back problems Matt Jackson's been having, um, he ended up tapping out. The result, SoCal and Spencer wins the six-man Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. And this match got 4.75 out of 5. I mean, it sounds like it was probably a good fucking match, which we would probably know more it about should. it if somebody had watched it like they were supposed to. I'm just saying. But, you know, regardless. I'm, I'm actually... I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, as well, along with this week's Ring of Honor TV taping. Um, they said this match was all sorts of awesome. Uh, Christopher Daniels is now the first ever Grand Slam uh, champion Ring of Honor. Um, so congratulations to... Uh, Christopher Daniels, man, that's a, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Um, the Kingdom came out and attacked the the Bucks. Bully Ray came out and saved them as the enforcer of ROH is not happy. So um, we know the Kingdom and has been having a lot of issues. Matt Taven stole Cody Rhodes' precious ring. Um, which leads us to the next match. Cody representing the Bullet Club, along with Brandy Rhodes and Barry the Drug-Free Bear versus Matt Taven. Um, like I said, Matt Taven stole Cody's Ring of Honor ring, <sighs> and Cody's been bitching about it. Uh, he stole his fucking property. I mean, that's what happens when you steal from someone. They're going to be a little upset. Chad, I think we can agree here that you know hashtag Team Cody is the right way to go. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't hopped on the bandwagon yet. You haven't <laughs> chosen a side. <laughs> we must um, choose this side along today. With, along with all, 
along with all the trouble with Kenny Omega, Cody's attention is quite split. Uh, and Matt Taven seems to be the roadblock on his way to Supercard of Honor. Um, Cody came out all smiles, uh, believing to be in control of the Bullet Club. Went for a crossroads very early, but Taven escaped to the outside. Uh, Matt Taven trash talked and buried the burying Cody uh, dove onto him. Let's get through some of this shit. Apparently, Barry the Bear was uh, pretty active during this match. Yeah, because um, he was someone else. Barry was missing, uh-huh. and under the mask was Kenny Omega. That's legitimate. Whoa, 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 whoa. Skipping ahead, bro. Skipping ahead. It was. It was um, Kenny Omega. Taven <laughs> went for a low blow. Um, Cody dropped to the mat but got up quickly to reveal that he was wearing a cup. Cody anticipated the low blow. Um, Bully Ray came out, chased the rest of the kingdom out of ringside. Cody hit the crossroads and pinned Matt Taven and recovered his Ring of Honor ring as well. Good. Um, They gave this match 3.25 out of 5. They said it wasn't a bad match at at all after the match Cody went to hug Barry and Barry shoved him to the mat Barry took off the head to reveal Kenny Omega old news Omega hit a Omega hit a V trigger on Cody to the roar of the crowd and the biggest shock of them all Randy Rhodes grabbed Kenny and kissed him and screamed you want that right you're a fraud you tell Abushi how that felt. Whoa. Shit just got Yeah, he even says, he even says that at the end of the freaking, uh, the thing here. It says, whoa. So, you had the exact same reaction. That's, um, that's a little dark. Like, the is, fuck? Man, I am, I am pumped for Supercard of Honor. Yeah, I can't wait to see Cody take full control of the Bullet Club. Uh-huh. There's, there's nothing to laugh about. It's going to happen. And Chad, no, we need to have a serious conversation, Chad. You need to speak up, and we need to talk about your lack of decisiveness. What is going on with you? Is it drugs? Is it drugs? Uh, for one, Cody hasn't led shit in his entire career. He's been a follower in every organization he's went in. And two, he's a good enough wrestler to where he doesn't necessarily need the Bullet Club. So it's just like with Adam Cole. I don't understand why Adam Cole joined the Bullet Club in the first place. I think that Cody's character transcends the Bullet Club. And I don't think that that match is going to be as good as you guys think it is. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be the greatest. Go ahead. I think it's going to be a really solid match, man. Um, Like you said, Kenny, uh, or not Kenny, Cody is uh, is a really solid wrestler, man. I won't ever deny his um, in-ring skills. Uh, But like you said, he hasn't led shit. He was was the fallout or the little um, Bollywood boy to the legacy. Um, 
he was always in Gold Dust's shadow. Um, he's never really led anything. Like I said, he hasn't even been on the indies long enough to sit there and try to fake claim to the biggest indie faction. Um, and Kenny Omega is going to put him in his place, man. Yeah, he deserves. He deserves to be leader. It's just at the back of the line, either, either file in or ship the fuck out. No, uh, Cody Rhodes deserves to be the leader of the Bullet Club because he is Cody fucking Rhodes. Need I no, say no, no, more? No, no, no. Omega's he's not there. He's not Cody Rhodes. It, it don't matter if Omega's there or not. The fact is, he's a leader now. Can't Cody Rhodes is taking The fact is, Wikipedia says Cody Rhodes is the leader. He is the new leader of the Bullet Club. Because you edited it to say that. I did not. I didn't edit it. No Mike. one believes you're the only person in the world that is on hashtag Team Cody. I am not the only person in the world on hashtag Team Cody. I'm sure there's plenty. And, and, and... Chad will be a new member of Hashtag Team Cody. <laughs> I, you have, I have a better chance of convincing you to join the Alpha Club than I do with you having... You know, you know what, Chad? Over these past <laughs> few months, I have really began to respect Chris Jericho. Finally, after how many years of him wrestling and putting on good matches? It, it, always, it always happens this way. <laughs> Nick, Nick will fight it. He'll fight it tooth and nail. And then he always sees it the right way. He said he said that right to censor would beat the New Day. Guess what? Nick had to do the New Day rock, rock on air. And he shit-talks Cesaro. Guess who's uh, the leader of the Cesaro section now? Nick. Uh, I'm just, just saying. A matter, just Cesaro a matter of time. should win a world title. I'm just saying. He totally should. And it'll just be a matter of time. Nick's going to be, oh, man, you were right. You were right, happy. Um, hashtag Team Kenny. That's never going to happen because it's hashtag Team Cody. Cody is the leader of the Bullet Club. He is the true villain of the Bullet Club. The guy, so for somebody uh, uh, that's like a big WCW anti WWE guy, you're going for the WWE guy in Japan. I'm going for the guy with the family lineage that reaches back all the way to the NWA and Midwestern Atlantic. To the WWF. To the WCW, to the NWA, to the Florida <laughs> Championship Wrestling, Georgia Championship Wrestling. I'm talking about the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, baby. That's the guy. That is the guy. Right here, Wikipedia. Cody Rhodes is the fifth leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, anywho, moving on from all that Team Cody nonsense. The Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley, put their ROH tag team titles on the line against the Briscoes because them boys want their tag titles back. Um, if the I Briscoes, didn't know the Motor City Machine Guns came back. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And That's this a, uh, you, Dude, imagine them against the bar. Check that out. Shit, that would That'd be, be pretty good, actually, yeah. But, um... They've had a rivalry with uh, 
with the Briscoes the last about month or month or two. Um, been sneak attack after sneak attack, um, and <clears throat> as expected, this match was very fast uh, paced. Mark Briscoe got busted open somehow. Um, Alex Shelley ended up wiping the blood off of his hand on the referee's shirt. Um, just some of this. Um, went back and forth. The machine guns went for a made in Detroit, but Mark fought out of it, left Shelley in the tree of woe. Um, Saban accidentally dropped kick Shelley. Um, all in all men ended up on the mat. Jay went for a J driller, but Saban fought out. Jay hit a net breaker on Saban and Mark followed with the froggy bow. Um, which is just a frog splash elbow. Chris Saban got dropped with the J driller. Uh, but Saban kicked out. Um, the Briscoes picked up Saban, hit a doomsday device, and got the pin. And the Briscoes are now nine-time tag team champion. Um, this match got 3.5 out of 5 stars. Was that the main event? No. Oh, okay. Um, so what do you think the Briscoes are joining WWE? Don't even don't even say those <laughs> fucking words. Don't even. <laughs> I don't. mean, I mean it can happen, man. <laughs> they've submitted their legacy as the greatest tag team in Ring of Honor history. Why not try to move up? And um, we've seen their issues with the Dudley Boys in the past. Why not try to um, outshine the Dudley Boys and pop over while they're still young? And try to make the same splash in WWE. Well, just like I want to see Jay Lethal come into NXT or WWE, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. I've, I've said that for years, man. When uh, the first time I saw Jay Lethal um, on Impact, I was like, man, he needed it's to... the Black Machismo? Yeah. Well, even before the Black Machismo. <laughs> um Speaking of Jay Lethal, <laughs> the main event of the Ring of Honor 16th anniversary show was one Mr. Dalton Castle with the boys versus Jay Lethal for the ROH World Championship. Um, Jay Lethal was the first person to challenge uh, Dalton Castle the very night after he beat Cody. Um, they said the story of this match involves Jay Lethal trying to hit a, the lethal injection throughout it and Dalton trying to counter with the bang ring. Lethal hit a series of dives on Castle, hitting two before uh, Castle grabs him and hit a German suplex. Hey, um, I'm not the biggest Dalton Castle fan, but that deadlift freaking German suplex is fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His German suplexes are fee-fucking-nominal. I've seen him hit, it up, hit one on Punish Mar- Punishment Martinez last week um, on the ROH TV tapings. It was Jay Lethal and Dalton Castle versus Marty Skrull and Punishment Martinez. Well, that's, that's just and, like um, um, Kenny Omega Snapdragon suplexes, dude. They are fucking awesome, too. They are really, really uh, good. 
Uh, after exchange of moves in the ring, Lethal hit the lethal combination, but Castle kicked out. Lethal went for a lethal injection, but Dalton stopped him. Um, you there? Yeah. Uh, they said Lisa was absolutely taking the castle to giving him the biggest test of his championship reign. Lisa ended up hitting the lethal injection, but Dalton kicked out. Um, back in the ring, after a series of counters, Dalton managed to hit the main ring and pin a lethal. Well, so what? Dalton kept the title then? So, he retained? So, winner of this match and Still, the ROH World Champion. Yes. In Dalton Castle, they gave this match 4.75 out of 5. Um, they said this match was absolutely incredible. Uh, and that Castle has finally established himself as the new man of ROH. Uh, Marty Skrull ran down to the ring and challenged Dalton Castle. Um, the show ended up closing with Castle and Skrull facing off. Um, altogether, they gave the show a four out of five stars. <laughs> all right, all right. Anything with Dalton Castle is good, though. I mean, the guy. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, like we've talked before, he has got a look about him. He's got the ability. He's got the skill. Dalton Castle has got the chops to be one of the best indie wrestlers on the market today. Um, and he's not doing anything wrong. It's just going to take more time. I can't wait to see him go up against guys like Kazuchika Okada. I want to see him do some work with Kenny Omega. I mean, there's just so much shit he could be doing right now. I'm sure he'll get to eventually. Uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, Ring of Honor, as of late, has been delivering a lot of good shit. Um and now everything up to this point is just leading towards Supercard of Honor in April, uh, which they're saying is going to be the biggest in show history. Um, they've already broken their ticket sales record. Um, they said you can expect 5,000 to 6,000 people to be in this for, for this show. Um, and everything is heading towards Kenny Omega versus Cody and Dalton Castle versus Marty Skrull for being the two big matches of the show. Well, I'm looking forward to see what happens with that. I mean, regardless of whether Cody wins or Kenny wins, I'm a big fan of the Bullet Club, so I'll always be a fan of the Bullet Club. But I will always be pulling for Cody. I want Cody to be the guy. You know, I want him to be the leader of the Bullet Club. It makes sense for him to be the leader of the Bullet Club. I know Kenny touches your special part. No. Don't touch me there. That is my no-no square. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Huh. I've been mollywhopped, guys. That's, yes, I guess that's have. the correct term. Too many times. <coughs> so, not only did Ring of Honor celebrate anniversary, but New Japan celebrated their 46th anniversary. New Japan anniversary card. I had it pulled up, but then my internet kind of like had a stupid moment and X'd out. So and, did you guys hear about uh, WWE renewing, uh, not renewing their contract with the USA? Hold on a second, yeah. yeah. What, what's going on with that? They said that they, um, they're they trying to bid for uh, Fox TV rights, kind of like what the UFC has. So they can get into more houses and more 
our shows, which means if they get off a of UFC or USA or those uh, cable network shows, that opens up for an extra kind of like with what happened with uh, TNA and TNT. Uh, they they opened up and went to went to Spike and all that. It's going to open up for a secondary market for another wrestling promotion to jump in on that kind of network. So I'm hey. hoping that if uh, WWE <coughs> or Fox, they're getting more homes and all that, but it'll bring pro wrestling to a bigger mainstream, which will open the opportunity for um, somebody to go on a smaller scale, kind of like what TNA did with Fox Sports 1, and then they went over to Spike. So hopefully that'll open up the door for like Ring of Honor or for another promotion to jump in and get on there. Maybe New Japan. If New Japan decides to go that route, shit, I would love to see uh, WWE move to a different network and USA pick up uh, Ring of Honor or even New Japan. Uh, they're talking then, about they're talking about like expanding everything, like expanding to because Fox is the like third or fourth biggest yeah worldwide yeah, yeah. in regards to to television distribution. That's the only reason why the UFC has become so big. And they were thinking about not renewing the UFC's yeah. contract with Fox to get to WWE, that they were going to put Raw on Fox. And then they were going to turn around and put um, SmackDown on, like, Fox Sports 1 and make that, like, the staple of a lot of their stuff, kind of like how ESPN takes sports shows and does it with WWE, how ESPN has a contract to them. They're trying to make it all exclusively on one network. And see, that actually is a good move, because that's one of the things that people are drawn to New Japan for, is because New Japan treats it like... They, 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 they bring real into it. I mean, they have press conferences instead of promos. They have, you know, uh, actual sporting events. Uh, they, they treat it tales mm-hmm. of the tape. They, they treat it very seriously. The Japanese don't play around with their wrestling. And if, if we could take it more seriously over here, it'd probably draw in some of the fans that have left for New Japan back to WWE a little bit. That's, that's a good step, I will admit. It's a good step. They've been talking about it for a couple months now, and I think that they're going to start after WrestleMania and after the quarterly reports come in, I think that they're going to use that as like a uh, bidding tool to jump in and hopefully get in that market because UFC is going to be, I don't know if they're going to renew contract with the UFC because the ratings have been dropping over yeah. the past year. Yeah, people have But they're talking it. about it. Yeah, and that's going to be pretty cool. Well, I've got the card here from the anniversary show of New Japan. And I actually, unlike some people... I stayed up late and watched um, the whole anniversary two-and-a-half-hour show, and uh, it was really good. Um, I give the show a probably a solid four. It was a little slower than what I'm used to from Japan, but it wasn't bad. I can't say anything lower than a, than a solid four. Um, there was a lot of good matches. Uh, the first match on the card was Kushido, Hiroshi Tenzan, Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, and Ryu Suke Taguchi versus Yuji Nagata, Toa Hanrai, Shota Yumino, Tomoyuki Oka, and Tetsuhiro. <laughs> Yay, God, that's a mouthful. Motherfuck. Um, they were, it was basically the Young Lions and Yuji Nagata versus, you know, the other guys that I mentioned. And it was good. They put a good showing on to open the show. Um, you know, uh, Young Lions always do a good job when they're in there with legends like that. These guys, they train with them. They treat it very. They treat this whole training thing very seriously, and they take it very seriously. And they got out there and they did a good match. Um, good, solid opener. I believe that uh, Jushin Thunder Liger's team actually won the match, though. Um, 
Next up on the card originally was Katsuya Kitamara versus Manabu Nakanashi, or Nakanishi, but unfortunately, due to an injury, Katsuya was unable to do the match. They actually canceled the whole match altogether. He injured, he got injured on a house show. And uh, the reason I like Kitamura, he's a young lion, but he's on what they call the trial series. And they go through a seven-match trial series, which this would have been his number seven. And then they go for excursion to another company that holds a deal with New Japan. They wrestle somewhere else to develop a character. See, they're not allowed to have a character, and they're not allowed to have any kind of... um, any kind of really flamboyant move sets, unless they're on their trial series, until they come back from excursion, and uh, I think that's a really cool way to do because that's how they train their new new guys. They they put them through a rigorous rigorous course, rigorous testing, rigorous trials and tribulations to become a wrestler in New Japan, and that's how some of the guys like Kazuchika Okada and um, Takahashi and Tanahashi, all of them came up was through the Young Lion you know uh, training system, and I, I think it's phenomenal. Unfortunately, though, he was unable to make it, so we didn't get to see that match. After that was Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano, uh, two members of Chaos, versus Juice Robinson and David Finley. Juice Robinson sporting a whole new look. Really, really good stuff. Uh, you know, pulled off a, a great match with those two. Um, Chaos actually ended up getting the win. They, they they did good, though. I mean, it was it was a solid match. Solid mid-middle kind of match. Wasn't, like, phenomenal, but wasn't bad either. Um, oh, this one, this third one. Uh, was a great match. Rapongi 3K uh, versus Hiromu Kakahashi and Bushi, otherwise known as Los Ingobernables de Japón, uh, versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru, otherwise known as Suzuki Goon, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. That was a great match. It was, it was a triple threat tag team match, and it just went back and forth between all three. All, all of the men who were included, you know, are great stars on the New Japan um, shows, and they just do so much good stuff, especially Hiromu and Takahashi and Bushi. But unfortunately, tonight it was it was Suzuki Goon who picked up the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Titles, and it was it was a great match. They they just put on a, a very solid solid fucking title match. Um, I was pulling for Suzuki Goon anyways. I'm a big Suzuki Goon fan. I wish I had some merch from them. Have you guys watched any Suzuki Goon stuff? I have not. I have not. Nope. Um, if you get a chance, I know Chad, you're interested in New Japan. Suzuki Goon is a great faction. Um, probably my, if not my second, my third favorite faction in New Japan under uh, Lij and Bullet Club. Um, let's see. After that, it was Sonata and Evil versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Oh wait, hold on. That match actually didn't happen. This is an old card. It's from this show, but I think they revised it a little bit after that match actually didn't didn't happen. Uh, Evil actually was injured, um, so it ended up being Sonata versus Yoshihashi. They've they've sort of had a plague of injuries on the New Japan roster here of late. Um, Sonata and Yoshihashi put on a great, great fucking match. Um, the two uh, are kind of what they're calling well, Yoshihashi not so much, but Sonata. I'm calling it the future of New Japan. These guys are, are have got a lot of spunk and they've got a lot of potential to be uh, the next big aces. Maybe not aces, but mm-hmm. next. <clears throat> what? Evil and Sonata are badass. Evil and Sonata are really good. Uh, I love Sonata. I think he's got um, an interesting gimmick, but his, his look is kind of. I think he needs to work on his look a little bit. His moveset's phenomenal, though, and his, his endurance in the, in the ring is really good. Uh, Yoshihashi, I think, ended up winning that one. I'm not 100% sure, because I just watched that at like 2 a.m. this morning, and I can't quite remember. 
But I believe it was Yoshihashi who pulled off the victory there. It was a great match, though. They uh, put on a, a, a phenomenal, phenomenal matchup. Um, oh, one of my favorite matches on the card. Three of my favorite matches, actually. They're all in, in line. Uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Tai Chi. Tai Chi being a member of uh, Suzuki Goon and uh, Naito being a member of Los Ingobernables de Japón, which is Spanish for Los Ingobernables de Japón. Yeah, it's Spanish for Spanish. Um, they put on another great matchup. Uh, Naito being the legend that he is in New Japan. Uh, tai Chi, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tai Chi. He's... He's, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I just haven't really liked him that much. Um, it was really one-sided. I mean, Tai Chi held his own there for a little bit, especially the beginning, taking him out with a quick hit from his microphone. But uh, Naito ended up coming out the victor with the Destino. Love that move. It's like a, it's a standing sea fire if you've ever played WWE 2K anything. It's a great finisher. Um... After that was Minoru Suzuki versus Togi Makabe for the Intercontinental Championship. And Minoru Suzuki kept it. I was surprised. I thought they were going to switch hands. They, they, they do kind of put a lot of investment in that Intercontinental Championship. But they have changed it a little bit. I mean, it just got changed um, at the last, not last big one, but like I think one of the ones right after Wrestle Kingdom. Minoru Suzuki taking it off of uh, um, Tanahashi. And that was a great match, too. But these two put on another good one. Uh, elbows for days. God, it was it was just like... Minoru Suzuki wrestles a lot like Shibata. And he's very hard-hitting. He's very uh, very strong style-esque. I mean, those knees to the face and those elbows. Oh, my God. That's just... Oh, God. It just makes, it makes you hurt just watching it. Another great match from Minoru Suzuki. A big fan of his. God, I wish he'd come on the show. I'd love to have him on the show. He's 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 like there. He's like the version of the Undertaker for New Japan in a way. And then the main event, which ended up being you know the best match of the night, was Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay in a non-title match. Both men being from Chaos. The last time they fought was in 2015 at a pro uh, pro wrestling revolution show, and. These two, it's kind of tradition for New Japan to do their junior heavyweight champion versus their heavyweight champion at their anniversary shows every year. So it ended up being um, Will Ospreay versus Okada. Uh, the match was awesome. I mean, o- Okada tried to hit the Rainmaker. Will Ospreay tried to go for the, uh, you know, his Oz cutter both times. Everybody reversing back and forth, back and forth. Until Okada ended up coming out the victor with, with a huge Rainmaker. I mean, just... Oh fucking knocked uh, Will Ospreay end over end on that one. And um, he, kept, he he ended up winning the match. But it was still really, really good between the two. And I think that's, they're trying to build a, a, a dissension a little bit in chaos so that somebody else challenges for that title. Because Jay White started that a little bit, saying, why doesn't people go after Okada even if they are in chaos or not? Because there's been guys in chaos who deserve a shot at the title who haven't really went after Okada because he's the leader of chaos. So... I don't know, this could be starting a challenge from uh, some of the members of Chaos for that strap. But that was your True. New Japan 46th anniversary show, which was very, very good. Very good. Four, solid four. Really good show. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how this New Japan Cup goes. If I had the time, I'd follow it closely for you guys. But it's just they do it every day, and I'm at work. You know, it's two and a half hours long. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Um, I think they're on night four of the New Japan Cup. And the winner of the New Japan Cup gets to challenge anybody, any title holder in New Japan. Which will probably be, you know, Kazuchika Okada. That's how it goes most of the time. It's like the G1 Climax. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward to seeing how they pull off building for Wrestle Kingdom next year. How they're going to beat, you know, Omega versus Jericho and Okada versus uh, Naito, I don't know. But they'll do something, I'm sure. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's about about it there, guys, for the day. Sweet. Yeah. about it? That's about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get going soon. i got to go help Ashley cook dinner. And um, we're going to, you know... I'm oh oh right after guys right after I will be throwing up a show buckle video program, like you know like I've been trying to do his shows after our Tuesday shows because uh, it I'm trying to help introduce our fan base a little more into New Japan and he's he's very informative very insightful, um so yeah really good stuff check him out on YouTube show buckle s h o w b u c k l e really good stuff I love his stuff, and today he'll be talking about how they booked the IWGP United States title last year at the uh, U.S. event they held, because their U.S. event is actually coming up pretty soon. I believe it's yeah. actually uh, the 21st of March. They'll be out at Long Beach. And I'm proud of you, Nate. You actually spelled that correctly. I did, didn't I? Show buckle, son. Can't spell world, but you spell show buckle. Fuck yourself. But you guys know what time it is. It's time to get that funky monkey music on. Like we always play every show. The American Dream. Here it is, folks. That's right. A big shout out to everybody who tuned in. Big hey, shout out uh, to, to everybody. Dino. Yeah. Dino, don't call me Shane O'Mac from the Mac Tack Show. Uh, be sure to check out uh, his shows, Well Sex Talk Sunday, and all the other good shit he has going on. Great stuff. Big shout out. Big shout out to my boy Chad Mincher for being on. Yeah, Chad, always, dude, we got to get you on more on, often. We hope you 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 enjoy your stay here at the World Wrestling Podcast, bro. Because we we we'd love to have you back on again. Cool. I, right. I'll, I'll come on when I can. Just let yeah. me know every day, every day, every, every day. day. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, Chad, all, for coming on and hanging out. All day, every day. Thanks, Chad, for coming on with us and hanging out. Thanks to everybody in the chatty. I think Dino is in there. Shantae uh, uh, Williams. Shantae Williams. Thanks for hanging out with us today. All of you guys, remember, we say it every show, and I, it's because we don't want to forget it. Don't want to forget where we came from. The only reason shit like this continues to go on, these shows and stuff, is because of people like you who keep tuning in and keep you know, hanging out with us for a little bit, even when we're just rambling on like we did a little bit today. <laughs> a little bit. Definitely, and then... Yeah, and all the iHeartRadio listeners that'll be joining in right now, we heart you. you guys as well. And don't forget, you can follow me on Facebook at Happy the Clown, my big smiley clown face, as well as on Twitter at Happy the Clown fourteen, and on Instagram at the Happy and Schizo Show. You can also find me on the Instagrams at the Big Bad Boo Bear. You can also find me on the Tweeters at the Big Bad Boo Bear. You can find me on Facebook under Nick Solomon of the Big Bad Boo Bear. And you can find our Facebook page, the World Wrestling Podcast, and leave a like, leave a comment, leave a leave a subscribe, leave a big box of fucking cookies. That'd be great because I really want a cookie right now. God, I want a cookie. Um... And you know, yeah, you leave us, a, drop us a line. You got ideas for the show? You got subjects you want us to cover? Hell, you have us. A, you want us to review a pay per view? Fucking get in contact with us. We'll watch it. We'll talk about it. We'll do what we do best, and that's be us at the World Wrestling that's Podcast. Right. <coughs> and but, don't forget to follow the World Wrestling Podcast on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. And that's correct now. 
The World Wrestling Not the Wallerid. Not the Wallerid. The World Wrestling Podcast. That is right. And until next time, take care of each other and yourself. I'm the Big Cali Kid. I'm the Big Bad Boo Bear. Yeah, and I'm just Chad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Chad. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I'm just Chad. And this was the World Wrestling Podcast. You guys, take care and be too sweet. Too sweet with hashtag Team Kim. Hashtag Team Cody. Hashtag Team Cody. Ah.